All right, what's up, everybody, and welcome to Video Game Purist. This will be VGP episode 68. I am one of your hosts. My name is Fred Rojas, and joining me tonight, as always, from E3 Central, his mm-hmm. own home, Mr. Trees. How are you, sir? You know, it's a bit of a return to form there, Fred Rojas, for me, for tonight. Yeah. Uh, my, You know, uh, even though... I am broadcasting from a card table in the <laughs> mm-hmm. basement. Like I've downgraded a little bit for now, um, but I'm sitting here with a bowl, a bowl of uh, of uh, Totino uh, pizza rolls. Yes, and I don't have a Red Bull. Uh-huh. And last week scared the shit out of me with that beer I bought. That's that fair. beer <laughs> was like a, a horrifying experience uh, for someone who drinks beer. And that one was like, what is this? What did I buy? I just what's, what's so what you I bought never... was one of those accidental like fuck you up beers. Like there are certain yeah. beers that happen to have high alcohol, but like they so, blend them well. And then the one you got is the one that's like literally for like the so, drinker. Yeah, the one I got is the one, and I've had these before from experience. Those are the ones where uh, me and like one of the neighborhood guys uh, <laughs> sit around the the fire pit. Uh-huh. Drinking and it's like a guy we ne- I never hang out with, right? <laughs> uh-huh. Now this ain't specific. I'm saying in general, this is sure, what happens. Sure. It would be uh, I don't know Danny from Five Houses Down that I'd never hang out with, but yet over the fire and some beers we bond. Yeah, right. And yes. then we'll go. On, you want that one? Want that one? Let's do this shit. And then all of a sudden we run out of, uh, you know, Amstel lights or whatever the fuck we're doing. <laughs> yeah. But we're toasted enough where we're like let's let's see what we got in the fridge in the garage <laughs> and that's where those come from oh yeah and then you're you're lit enough where you do drink it down and you're like you know what not bad this ain't bad i don't know what i was thinking these are pretty good and then they're gone that's what happens so many, and then you wake up the next morning and you're like yes so night yeah, ending like, move <laughs> you're, like, you're like why is there blood on my pillow <laughs> I think I hurt myself. I've been there all um, too many times. Is blood supposed to come out of your ears from drinking? I don't think that is that how that works. I don't think that's right. I I uh, me and my buddy got hammered on steel reserves when those things were new. Oh yeah, and we were like malt liquor connoisseurs, and we were like, look at these fucking things, the silver bullets or whatever they were called. So yep. we got the uh, steel reserves, these giant cans, and we got so messed up in my apartment. We like all of a sudden I came to. And we were both still <laughs> sitting slumped on the couch in our clothes. And the TV was still on. And uh, my buddy had like a bloody nose. And I'm just like, I don't know what happened. Oh, boy. I'm like, I'm pretty sure that's not normal. I think you had, a, I think you had an aneurysm or something. You should go <laughs> check that out. We never drank those again. Anyways. Steel Reserve will do I, that to you. Yeah, I don't know what's in that stuff. But um, the reason I went. percent is what's in that stuff. <laughs> So the reason, uh, so the bear scared me so so badly that uh, I have I have uh, a tall glass of ice with Baja Blast Mountain Dew. There you go. And uh, you know it's that time of year, Fred. It's out it in the stores. I don't. I haven't bought Mountain Dew in months. I've been a good boy, but uh, that twelve pack came home. It's the one time <laughs> of year I buy me some Mountain Dew for the fridge. And that's some Baja Plus. I don't go to Taco Bell. I think Taco Bell is gross. So, Oh, we are and, the complete opposite. And I don't like fountain soda. So like places like the same Wendy's there, yeah. mm-hmm. and you go, give me a Dr. Pepper. And Doesn't they, taste like they, Dr. Pepper. Yeah. And you're like, what is this? 
what is it? Is this bad ice cubes? Did yeah. you make ice cubes from bad water? It just melted down for me. I mean, like, they did, what? but that's not the problem. Yeah, it's, but it's like, <laughs> but it's like, oh, I think your machine's out of syrup or whatever it is you're using. The <laughs> what's your fucking ratios, so, boss? Like, yeah, this way is not off. okay. <laughs> way off. You know, uh, a music park, uh, fucking sim. And you can tweak the sodas and the salt on your bird on your fries. They they turn their meters down because they're not using any syrup in their fucking machines. Yeah, no, like most places there, and you, it's like magical when you find one. And and to be clear, near me right now, I don't think there is one. But when you find that fast food place that has the mm. syrup well, ratio just so that it sound it tastes like well, almost out of a can. But well, amu- amusement parks do. Because they, they just want people juiced up on sugar and riding their rides <laughs> yeah. and playing those stupid games like Disney World point. and shit. Yeah, so they, you know, that's why everybody's on the trams like tweaking and shit at night. At like midnight, you get the last tram and everybody's has jittery <laughs> legs because they just been fucking eating carton candy. And you know, I think syrup, AMC so. actually has it down too because they got those Coke machines that like mm-hmm. mixes it for you. I like that. Yeah, yeah, those are pretty good. They do a diet cherry Coke, but Mm. what I like about it is it's diet Coke, but they use sugar full cherry syrup, Mm. which I I know sounds funny, but like it's okay because it's a very small amount and that's Mm -hmm. a good mix. I love those sort of machines where you just pick your own flavors and it mixes it. Yeah. Because to those, when I grew up in the late 70s, 80s, those was what, that was what was used as the future in like, in movies. That's in the a good movies. Point. Yeah. You know what I mean? In movies they had machines like that that would just make shit for you and you're like, oh my God, if only if only someday <laughs> yeah. I had a watch so I could true. talk to my friend on and uh make some, a machine that can make my own soda. Oh yeah, because the eighties any eighties kid, yeah, will yeah. look at that Pepsi or that Coke Next machine or whatever yeah. and be like, that mm-hmm. that is what we knew the future would be. Yeah. It's like one thing when we I, got right. <laughs> when I was a kid they only had that at Epcot. You know, you say shit like that. Billy uh, was the smartest because he would mix the Coke and the cherry soda together and make cherry Coke. <laughs> it's going to give you cancer. Although people yelling at him. <laughs> He's a rebel. But but I'll say this. So I'm yeah. drinking the Baja Blast. I'm eating the pizza rolls. I have my cod table because I, I chopped up my desk, threw it in the dumpster. You know, getting ready to make the move someday up, you know, Anyways, so um, there's that, Fred, and I'm in a good mood. Which is <clears throat> completely counter to most Thursdays, so that's right. I'll take it. <laughs> and and uh, the other thing I, I should mention, Fred, is that uh, I went I, – I, 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 I cracked. I went against all advice from you, other friends, all right? Um, okay. I went against my own rules, and tomorrow between noon and three, Amazon will be delivering my my Roku <laughs> Series Six TV. Hopefully, not smashed. Nice. So, I'm very excited. I ordered. I pulled the trigger on it yesterday. Uh, the price just keeps creeping in twenty dollar increments, like week by week. That I don't order one, mm-hmm. and uh, they're sold out everywhere. And then I, I was looking up other like good TVs, and same thing. Everything physically is like sold out, like you know, within a two hundred fifty mile radius. And the only way you can get one 
eat a lot of these TVs is like Amazon. Right. So, and like I said, you know, Amazon still that, that TV started out around 700 bucks. It's like 810 bucks when I ordered it yesterday on Amazon. So slowly is like creeping a little. So that's crazy. You know, but yeah, yeah. But, and I, I understand having them deliver shit, but I'm like, you know what? Worse come the worst, if it's cracked or broken, I live near a Coles, right? I'll just pack it yeah. up, return it. And if worse come the worst, Fred, I wasted like three days of my, not even three days of my time, right? Just the day it was delivered, really. Well, so, and, and uh, I, I was going to point out, somebody made a suggestion, Austin in our in our uh, Discord made a suggestion. I just haven't had a chance to get, follow up with you on it. Which mm-hmm. was, he said, uh, if you need it. So I would say this is a if things go poorly, which they won't, but if they do, mm-hmm. he said there's a website called Green Toe, greentoe.com. And he okay. goes, it's a website where you set a price and then it's fulfilled through first party vendors, but the name mm-hmm. isn't shown until the vendor accepts to sell to you. So basically, you're like, yo, I'll pay $600. For this TCL. And again, it's mm-hmm. kind of like the housing market right now. You probably got to go like a little higher, right? Like if you mm-hmm. do retail price, there's too many people who will do that. So you got to go a little right. sweeten a deal. But then all of a sudden, Best Buy will be like, okay, I'd prefer to give it to you. Hmm. So it's it's an option. I don't know if you're ready for that shenanigans right now. And I feel mm-hmm. pretty confident. I feel very confident, actually, that next week you'll tell us a, a pretty like you're enjoying the tv but a pretty standard non-dramatic story i really hope that's what we hear <laughs> me too i mean they give you the option now like they will bring it into your house for you not set they just set it up i guess right you don't need them so you can but pay them will, to set it up yeah i don't want to pay them to set up but no I, no no they will bring it like into your entryway if you have one i don't really have an entryway but so it's not left on the porch or something so i mm-hmm. checked off that it's free yeah, so it's called my the wife, one threshold. They'll they'll you pick yes. a threshold into your house, whether it be garage door or front mm-hmm. door, and they'll bring it in. So my wife will be home tomorrow, anyways, because she works from home. So there you go. I will let her know. They're giving me. They send me texts to let me know it's on route, so I can let her know hopefully when it's going to show up. Mm-hmm. And by the weekend, Fred, uh, without too much fuss, I I should be checking out my Xbox Series X on a new TV. The only thing I, yeah, you know, I cleaned out all my shelves up there, mm-hmm. and um, and they're all empty right now, except for my Xbox One and my PlayStation Four, um, because I want to move all my Genesis stuff up there, like I said. Makes um, sense. And then I think the f- so it's a fifty-five inch TV, right? So mm-hmm. the the TV I got, it's a TCL uh, series. Is it six series or series six? six? I always. Six series, I think. I'll double check it, but I always forget which comes first. Right? It doesn't matter. The 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 six, six series, series, six series, the six series, fifty five inch Roku, uh, mini OLED uh, TV. I, I believe it's one hundred twenty hertz. Could be wrong. Uh, I'm pretty sure. I I thought I looked it up and it was one hundred twenty hertz. I think um, it does that smart shit, but I don't know yeah. that it's uh, it, it I don't think it supports the 120 hertz signal that you get out of like an xbox or something let me verify this for you but continue um you won't want that anyway i i think we've talked about this but you and i are like if i can make it look prettier or run better 
Like uh, what people aren't talking about with that 120 hertz mode, which is fine. Like it's your prerogative, mm-hmm. but you got to drop the resolution down to like 1080p, 900p, like <clears throat> to get the yes. right. So you got to be dedicated to the bit if you're following. <laughs> and you know me, you know me. I don't notice frame rate as much as you and stuff. So I like the the graphics and shit. Well, so. and 30 to 60 is way more noticeable than 60 to 120. It's mm. it's noticeable. Don't don't you know take me wrong, mm. but yeah. Um, and it's a 4K, all that stuff, right? Yeah, it's a 4K and it's, QLED, and it's a it's 800 bucks, which I think bang for the buck. I think for what I'm looking for, and for what I, you know what I mean, for Actually, my level rates, of quality, it rates extremely high. You should know, yeah, on our teams, the, which is usually yeah, that's the picky. problem. That's the problem with it is when I was looking at it originally, it was 700 and some change. And this was back in, I don't know, near the winter. Mm -hmm. And and when I was thinking, because the consoles were coming out. So it was probably before, right? It was last November or something. And um, so when I was looking it up, they were everywhere. You know, they had them at Best Buy tripping over them in the aisle. And I was just... There was seven hundred something dollars, and um, I held off because I said, "Remember, I said I'm not getting one until I get the consoles." And then the reviews started coming out for it, especially among the gaming crowd. That for your bang for the buck, if you're on a budget, you know what I mean? Yeah. And now they're sold out. Now they're like gone. So, so you ready? And- to, you ready for me to blow you away here? So it does support 120 hertz native. It supports yep. VRR. Do you know what VRR is? Variable I refresh rate. So variable refresh rate is something you'll want to turn on your Xbox. VRR. Now, this is why it is imperative you use the HDMI cable that comes with your Xbox, okay? It says high speed on it. You need to mm-hmm. use that cable. Any other cable will not support this. What Question. Yeah. Um. Do they sell those elsewhere? Yes. I, okay, only because here's why. Before you go on, I realized from where my consoles are in the shelves to where the TV will be, mm-hmm. lengthwise, I'm thinking, uh-oh, I didn't think this one out because I might I might need some long HDMI uh-huh. cables. Yeah, you can go up to 25 feet. I can help you with it. You're going to need mm-hmm. an HDMI 2.0. Um, mm-hmm. It's a high-speed cable. But okay. uh, it might even be a 2.1 cable. We can verify that, though. Uh, I can that look TV into it. That TV doesn't um, support 2.1, I don't think. I think they're all 2.0. Oh, I'm looking on Artings. They're, they're the, the knowledgeable mm-hmm. ones. Okay, so let me check this real quick. Because there is a Series 7, too, that go up, and they might have them. But I don't know if that Series 6 has them. Because that's one thing I did look for, the, the 2.1 HDMIs. So I'm looking, there we go. Xbox Series X, 4K at 120 hertz, no. So it does Mm -hmm. not support it. So it's HDMI. Okay, so what you need is an HDMI 2.0 cable. And Mm -hmm. actually, I can speak from personal experience on this. I switched out all of my cables to HDMI 2.0 when that standard came out, Mm -hmm. which was like big in last generation. And Amazon has their like in-house brand and they're like threaded. So they've got this fun little like threaded like fabric on the outside of the cables. And I think I was buying 12 footers, but you can get up to 25 feet and they're not very expensive. 
And so or, those those would be good. But yes, okay, so it supports variable refresh rate. So what that does, just so you know, is let's say you go to play a game, okay? And you're playing... Um, a good example is uh, the Arkham Collection. The Batman Arkham Collection on Xbox One, okay? That's locked at a weird refresh rate of 45 frames a second. As you're probably aware, 60 frames a second is where most TVs are. And at 120 frames a second, that's fine. But it still needs to be a multiple of 60, right? So if it's at 30 frames a second, they just duplicate the frames, you get 60. If it's at 60 frames a second, you just duplicate the frames, you get 120, right? And then you can mm-hmm. have native support for those 60 and 120 fresh rates. The, uh, the Series X will largely, and most games nowadays, target 60 frames a second on that console. So that's really your sweet spot. 45 mathematically doesn't work out in between 30 and 60. Mm-hmm. Do you see that? Yeah. So what it causes is, and I'm sure you've seen this before, is either tearing where the screen literally tears in certain parts, or you've got judder, that little wiggle that happens. Mm -hmm. That's when the frame rate starts to dip and it can't quite handle it. What variable refresh rate does is within a small degree of range, I think it's like 40 to 70. If you drop below 60 frames a second, the TV can change frame rate to match it. So you get no Mm. judder and no tearing. Oh, cool. And so that's a very cool thing for you trees, because if you turn that on and and your Xbox will make recommendations and tell you to turn it on, Mm Definitely keep it on. It's called VRR, or variable refresh rate. Keep uh-huh. that on. What that means is uh, a good another good example that will be completely pertinent to you is that Assassin's Creed Valhalla on the Series X is known to drop frames between 50 and 60 frames a second. Some people notice the stutter and it's annoying to them. And it's not all the time. It's just occasionally. But if you mm-hmm. have VRR on like your TV's capable of, it won't happen. Your TV will just go, I got this, and take care of it. When I, I'm reading the, the um, specs for that TV, because as you can imagine, I've read a sure. lot of them over the last few months every time I'm looking at it. But I could have sworn it says that that TV will detect a game system hooked up, and the TV will... Go to game mode, um, yes. Say, yeah, it will set its own you know, recommendations or whatever to what it thinks. So I don't know if that would turn all that on or if it knows... No, that is know. correct. The other thing I noticed, it doesn't need the special 2.1 cable, but your TV does support 120 frames a second. Mm-hmm. It just does not support it at 4K, which mm-hmm. is fine because the Series X can't do 4k at that frames per second so what they say here is that if you change your xbox series x's resolution so if you go into the manual settings okay before you play a game and change it to um 1440p or 2k at 120 hertz it will support and will play those Mm mm-hmm now, that's a lot of headache, in my opinion, yeah. to keep moving back and forth between resolutions. So yeah. I, and I bet you'll do this too, I would just put it at 4K60 VRR and call it a day. And whatever runs, and I won't, you know me, I won't notice anyways. I'll be so happy. Oh, yeah. Well, and, and this has HDR, so yeah, I mean, you're just set. And I will tell you right now, your Xbox will detect that and just set it up. Mm-hmm. You're, and, you can manually change it, but your Xbox right. will just go, I got this. And again, that TV for the size, but eight hundred bucks, man. I I don't know. 
No, I'm I'm really jealous. In fact, uh, my daughter's got the five series coming, um, which is not quite as advanced as that. It's not 120 hertz. I think it's 60. Uh, it's way cheaper though, right? Like right. it's right. It, if you can find it, it's like 350. But yep. good luck finding it. Like ours is still on back order. They're still telling us yep. like around July 4th, like just after the yeah. holiday, they want to deliver it. Um, but. For her, that's good. Like, I don't think my daughter's going to care about variable refresh rate, and she damn sure ain't going to care about 120 hertz. So, Mm. but she does, and we don't have to get into it right now, but if you want to, we can. She does have a Series X of her own. Yeah, I remember. My daughter's rocking the fridge, and I did set it up, and I can tell you what that setup's like, uh, which is very easy, but I can tell you now, like, firsthand. No, I mean... um, for the Game Pass. That's the one thing that was different oh, about this Oh, that's right. That's right. That's right. Okay. And it's, it's real easy. It, this won't. This isn't even a story. Basically, as part of the setup, it will go. And so here's the thing. When you're setting it up, you'll do it through the app. And your app will want you to be logged into Xbox. So it'll know. Like, it'll say, hey, Spider's Venom. You know, it, it said, hey, do you want to set up this Xbox? And I'm like, yeah. And they're like, do you want to set it up for you? And I'm like, yeah. Like I make myself because I make it the home Xbox. Mm-hmm. And in the middle of the setup, it just goes, oh, this thing has a digital two years of Game Pass. Do you want to just redeem that on your account now? Or do you want to skip it to do it later? Or do you want to redeem it under a different account? And you just, I mean, it's literally part of the setup. Nice. Real nice and easy. And I just picked and- it. And I went and looked mm-hmm. right afterwards at my subscriptions. My game passes up in um, August of 2023 now. So nice. done and done. And and you said when you you boot up the Xbox, so, you said it will it will ask you to set it up on the app from the from the TV or yes. Yeah, so the new okay. way it works, and I know this because I just wiped my daughter's Xbox One S before we traded it in. All Xboxes now, if you go, if you set them to factory reset now, it just says log into the Xbox app yeah. and give mm-hmm. it this code. And it's got a special code. And if you don't want to do it that way, there is a weird manual setup, but I'm I'm told it's kind of clunky. I would tell you to go through the app. And the other thing is, mm-hmm. although I don't know if you want to do this necessarily, you can upload your settings before you like it's literally in the menus you can upload your console settings your current ones on your original xbox before you upgrade your console the reason i don't think you want to do that is because you're going to change both tvs and consoles i don't think your Mm. settings are valid anymore right so the only and what it will do though is it will set everything up trees by the time you're done it takes about 15 minutes your TV is up, or sorry, your Xbox gets upgraded. You have to download a little update patch. Right, it's about right. 700 megs. Your controller gets updated. Your account gets added. They'll add any other accounts that were on your Xbox, your mm-hmm. original Xbox, like automatically. They're just like, hey, if other people have signed into your Xbox and it'll detect it, like my daughter was detected. They were like, do you want me to just add her? And I'm like, yeah. And she was just there set up. And then... um It'll say, do you want to make it your home Xbox so that like you share gold and Game Pass with everybody? Mm-hmm. And if you say yes, then everyone who Does logs it, in on that will share it. Will it overwrite your Xbox One as your home? Like, will it deactivate it, it, your old one? It should. Microsoft. So it should, and Microsoft says it does. If you want my advice, if you go into your settings, it's called personalization. There's a little checkbox right right when you get in there that says, make this my home Xbox. Right. To play it safe, 
I deactivated the S okay. before I before set up the new it. one. I yeah. once in a while I'll go. Um, I forget where I find it. It's on the uh, like it's settings, and then it's in a weird place. It's called personalization. No, no, I found that one. Okay. I know the X, but I'm saying I have ventured into the Sony deep down before. <laughs> okay, yeah. And the shit I have registered that I, you know, what I mean like PSPs and PS3s. Oh, yes, and PS4s. where you look at your hardware. Yeah, and it's like. You you can't like deactivate them from like the website or something. So yeah. I just have like a lineage of shit that they think I own. <laughs> I have nine systems like, in there. Yes, myself. So it's like I don't want that happening with my Xbox. So I didn't know like how you said you wiped the old one. Okay, traded so, it in. So I didn't. Yeah, know I if can. You I can tell you those quick three steps. So first thing I did was I unchecked the home Xbox, but otherwise I left the Xbox One S alone. Mm-hmm. Then the next step I did was set up the Series X. I literally did this side by side with both consoles on and hooked up to the TV. Mm-hmm. I set up the X, made sure it was all set up, made sure I she's actually doing it on its side. It fits. We have a, a open cabinet upstairs where it's just yep. like a loose shelf that's open on both ends and it fits in there. And so it's on its side. And I just told her, uh, the way you lay it down on its side, the right side, it blows all the air out of, and the left side's like nothing. So I put it slightly off to the right, just slightly though. It's got easily two feet of space um, Mm. on its right side. And I said, okay, all the controllers go on the left here, but this right side, don't put anything over there. And it won't really harm it. It'll just heat stuff up. But like, I was like, eh, let's not block this. Um, But it it seems to fit fine. But here's the steps I did. Unchecked the home Xbox, then ignored everything. Turned on the Series X, updated it, updated the controller that comes with it, which is pre-synced to it. Made sure everything was in there. Then logged in my daughter... Cause you have to like, like they're on the options of people to sign in, but mm-hmm. I made myself so that I was not an auto sign in because that's not the Xbox I use all the time. I want the home Xbox to share it with her, but mm-hmm. that's not my Xbox. So I said no auto sign in on that. And I used a passcode. So I do, you know, the six digit passcode to sign in. So nobody knows it, but me. And then my daughter's on there. So I logged her in and I had to put in her password the first time and then you can save it. And I had her get auto logged in. So every time you turn on that Xbox, it automatically logs in my daughter. Um, and then what I did was moved all the controllers over. So we have, we have three Xbox one controllers and I was only trading in one of them with the console. So the other two, I moved over to the new Xbox and you know, it's going to turn on the old console anyway. So I just turned them on, then resynced them to the new Xbox. And it was a good time to show my daughter this stuff. Cause she knows we can do it, but she's never really done tutorials for it. And she's now, mm-hmm. you know, nine, almost 10. She wants to know how to do it herself. So I showed her how to do it herself. Um, and then I said, okay, here's the next test. And without turning on off the S, I turned off the Series X and I said, okay, Autumn, go. Act like it's your console and just do everything you would normally do. So I had her turn it on. It auto-logged her in. She was very impressed with how quick it boots up compared to the Xbox One S. Um, had her turn it on, had her boot up Roblox, do some stuff, had her boot up Minecraft, make sure all the saves came over, had her boot up something else too. I forgot what the other game was. Oh, Cluster Truck. She's been playing a lot of Cluster Truck lately. Um, and I said, I mean, is it working as you want it to? And she goes, yeah, all my accounts are on here. We're good to go. 
All right, cool. So then the next thing I did was I went over to the Xbox One S and there's like a reboot to factory settings and it says, do you want to wipe everything? And I say, yes. And so then it does its thing, it reboots. And then when it does, it just goes to the code screen. And I even did the thing where you like skip it and just try to log into the Xbox to see like what's on there and like there's no traces of anything. And so I was like, okay, we're good there. Plus, I mean, that old one had login stuff anyway as well. Right. So then the next thing I did once that was all wiped was I put it all aside to go trade into GameStop. I personally chose to trade into GameStop because they were paying, uh, I think I mm-hmm. got 140 for it. So, um, because it was an S and it was a certain hard drive size and stuff. But anyway, um, and then uh, the last thing I did was I logged into my Microsoft account on the website and found the Xbox One S and removed it from my account. Okay. So... Kind of tedious, but that's the quote-unquote right way to do it. Right. You don't have to do it that way. But, like, even so, like, then that Xbox can never be used as, like, a verification for your account. Like, there's just... It just really locks shit down, right? Like, Mm. so... All right. But anyway. Well, anyways. (laughs) We'll see. Yeah, took it all down, We'll see when it... Took it down a peg. Yeah, we'll... we'll... Um, Yeah, we'll see. But I will tell you that entire process took 20 minutes, man. I like it. And my daughter made a tear hit my eye, and so did my wife, because my wife was like, (laughs) that looks super sharp, because it was 1080p, but it, like, renders at 4K, right, and, like, brings it back down to 1080p. So my wife was Mm -hmm. like, that looks super sharp, and my daughter was like, forget the sharpness. These load times rock. And I was like, oh, my family. (laughs) My daughter. I've taught her well. Yeah. So... And I was like, do you want to see how to use the disk drive? She goes, dad, disks are, no, you can keep your disks. I was like, okay, okay, shit. (laughs) (laughs) She goes, disks. Yeah. We installed the Master Chief collection after that. And then she's like, good to go. And I also showed her how to install her own games. So, but. Nice. Yeah. So. Oh, you know, it's taken me a while, but, uh, you know, like I said, the only thing I'm worried about is, uh. The HDMI cables might be too short. I gotta, I gotta see. Yeah, or, I think they give you, know, you an eight footer. I gotta box. look because the HDMI's that I have hooked up now obviously reach right, but mm-hmm. you know I bought those during this current era, so I don't know what they are. I don't know if they they might be two point So the easiest already. way to tell that is you can just literally try to swap them out, like meaning mm. unhook your Xbox and just hook up the Series X with that same cable. Yeah. And just see what it does. If it if it's the wrong cable, it won't it support won't. 4K. Okay. It'll just say this doesn't support 4K. Okay. So and it, it'll probably say something like your TV or your cable don't support it. But mm-hmm. yeah, it might identify the cable though. I'm I'm not gonna lie. Yeah, they're pretty smart nowadays. They know what kind of cable yeah. is plugged into them. Cool. Uh, we'll see. I'll, I'll text you. Uh, I'll text you tomorrow. Because you know if that TV smashed, I'm texting you. Oh, so. yeah, and I'm actually <laughs> off half a day, so I'll be done by uh, oh, you, by noon you your time. You, I'll be done with my day. Yeah, I mean, you hear about me when I have a new me. You're definitely going to hear from me if my TV, new TV <laughs> right. smashed. Right. So, you know, so we'll see. Uh, I also have a game plan under the big TV, the new big – because the TV up there now is a Samsung, right? And I actually mm-hmm. measured it because in my head I always thought it was this big TV. And it's actually a 45-inch TV. 
it has ah. a bezel. So the bezel is like 48 inches or something if you measure mm-hmm. it with the bezel. So a 55-inch TV would probably no bezel, right? The new TVs barely have a bezel. So yes. it, it's it's significantly going to f- fill up that space. I need to – I might actually have to raise the um, – the, um, what do you call it? The bracket, the wall bracket. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Because the TV I have now, if it's fine – but a 55 inch, I think, depending on how it hangs on the bracket, uh, the bracket should fit it because it's a it's a newer wall mount, and uh, so I'm sure it fits the back of this TV and everything. But I don't know how low the TV hangs. You know, sometimes the way those brackets go depending on the back on, of the TV, yeah, those screw holes, yeah, they're high or they're low. You know, um, so I might just have to move the bracket up, which stinks because I hate you know those things are on the studs and stuff. So I have to like just. It's not hard to do. I just it's just a pain. Don't screw it. Those you know from the wall and move it up like a few inches. Uh, That's I hate a whole holes lot in the of wall. hell no from my perspective. I hate <laughs> I hate holes in the wall even mm-hmm. if you can't see them. I'm with you because I know someday when I do something I'm gonna have to patch all those holes. That's so right. um, so I might have to do that. Um, and then there's a little desk. I have to take a picture for you. So you see what I'm talking about? But there's a little desk under where that TV, the big TV is, because basically there's uh, bookcases on each side, and then there was a space in between them in this that met in the center, and I built like a little desk for Dakota when she was little to do homework at, mm-hmm. uh, and no one ever used it. It just become a catch-all for wires and papers and anything anybody didn't want to put away. They threw it on this little desk, so it just become this mess. Uh, so I clean that all off, um, and I'm thinking to buy another little like 20 inch TV because you know those things are like 60 bucks, and uh, mount it below the big TV and mm-hmm. move my uh, my Dreamcast and my Sega CD up to the desk, and then I'll have a cool little smaller TV underneath, you know, with those oh, hooked yeah. up to it, you know, because I you know port wise I don't want all that shit hooked up to the new TV. It's a mess. <laughs> that makes sense. I'd rather have a nice little, small little TV, put that stuff on there, and then my son can sit at the desk and play the retro stuff too. Mm-hmm. It's not like tucked away down here in the basement. When he only sees it when we come down here, and that's when he wants to play it. But it's upstairs on the desk, and I don't know. But then, you know, there's so many wires hanging down, then I'm getting into building false walls and stuff. There's a lot going on, Fred. All right? It so, sounds like it. Yeah. We, you know, build a little false wall to hide the wires behind. It's a project, right? It's awesome. I also like shit. I also like shit neat. I hate wires, man. <laughs> so, anyways, um, that is why I'm in a good mood. And uh, what about you, man? What what are you what have you been up to this week? You all right? You okay? Sound like you had a busy uh, week. It, yeah, it was a crazy week. Should we talk about the week or should we talk about E3? Because E3 was definitely part of my crazy week, but. Whatever you need to do to the de- <laughs> vent for the, the release the valve and let out some of that fucking steam, you know, you want to well, let you so, handle that. Um, all right, let's talk about the week and then we'll go to E3 and then into games, I guess. I guess I like it. Way. Okay. That sounds good. So as I told you, I set up my daughter's thing, uh, went yep. and traded in at GameStop. I got to give GameStop credit. They've made that trade in process very fast. So Saturday morning, uh, GameStop around here doesn't open till 11, which uh, good for them. I mean, 
Mm-hmm. But uh, it doesn't open until 11. Got there at 11. There were a bunch of teenage kids there. It was something I hadn't seen in a long time. There were like six bikes all chained up together in front of the GameStop. And there were six like 12-year-olds in GameStop. And I was like, holy shit, <laughs> kids biking into game shops? Like, am I in the wrong place? Um and uh, there was like some goth chick who was working at the GameStop because I think that's where all the goth chicks go. Like all the people who like bartended at like alternative bars that like lost their yeah. job when they went under, like went and worked at GameStop, which is kind of cool. Um, I don't know about you or if you've heard, but like there's like an underground pool of like OnlyFans, like GameStop employees and stuff like that. So that's fun times. Oh. Yeah, I haven't okay. sought it out, but it's always intrigued me. Um mm-hmm. But uh, anyway, go in there and I said, hey, I'm, I'm trading in a uh, Xbox One S. And she goes, oh, okay, cool. And I said, all right, sweet. And I like brought it out. And um, I said, also, I noticed you guys are taking trade-ins on the Kinect. So you're ready for this, Trees. So I decided to get rid of our Kinect. Because um, we don't use it and it's not hooked up. And mm. I don't even think it's compatible with the Series X. I still have an Xbox One X it could work with. But I'm not going to play Just Dance and shit like that. No. Um, so... I looked online. They give you five bucks for the Kinect, but they give you 15 bucks for the adapter that works with the Xbox One S and the X. There's like a free adapter you got if you owned a Kinect. You had to prove it, and then you could get a free adapter, and that adapter is like really sought after now, as you could probably imagine, because it requires a port that's only on the back of the original Xbox One, the Kinect does, and then this thing adapts it to USB 3.0. So... She was like, at first, I don't think we take these. And then she was looking at the computer and she goes, oh my gosh, we do. Okay. (laughs) So I got like 20 something bucks for my Kinect. They wouldn't take any of the Kinect games, of course, but I got the the Kinect. Um, And you'll be proud of me, Trees. (laughs) I went from tangible to digital. Uh, Far Cry Primal, the Apex Predator edition, which has like a couple of extra mammoth missions or something. Nice. Was on sale on Xbox's Summer of Gaming sale for seven bucks. And GameStop was giving $7 trade-in credit. So I was like, okay, I'm going to one-to-one this. Go digital and get the Apex Predator download content, right? Like, yeah, that's, why that's wouldn't worth I? it. So I went why and traded all that in. Got about like 160 I think, something in that vicinity. Wow, okay. And she was like, do you know what you want? And I said, yep. First of all, I want Ratchet and Clank a Rift Apart. Do you have a new copy, a legit new copy? And she kind of laughed. She goes, you mean one that's that's wrapped in cellophane still? And I said, yes. She goes, yes, I do. And I said, thank you. And then she goes, do you know we have a deal where you get a used game for 30% off right now? And I said, yeah, but I don't really want any used games. And 30%, I mean, come on, what's that worth? And she goes, well, you're buying a PS5 game. PS5 games actually have pretty decent discounts. And so I looked around and they had the Dark Souls remastered, or the Demon Souls remastered, which I like... Demon Souls, I just found it very clunky and the mm. load times were too long and apparently this solves that. And of course, like there's just something about the fact that I own all the Souls games that I'm like, mm, I could go for it. Well, it was on sale plus with the discount, it was like 38 bucks, I think. Maybe 40. Mm. And normally it's 70, right? Like, and Sony's not going to waver on that price point. And I was like, eh, all right, toss it in the fire. And then I grabbed, um, I think, $30 in Xbox credit and $20 in PlayStation credit. The reason I grabbed 20 bucks in PlayStation credit was because uh, the Final Fantasy VII um, PlayStation 5, like the intergrade update happened. Right. And I put in my disc 
and updated to the PS5 version. That's really goofy, by the way. You probably won't deal with that anytime soon. But you got to go in there and then you've got to like know how to navigate the store in a very particular way to get your free update. It's not like the Xbox where it goes, I see you're playing a game that is enhanced for my console. I'm going to just take care of it. Like smart delivery is way more intuitive than the PlayStation 5. The PlayStation 5, if you fuck up, you could fuck up your chances of upgrading that thing for free permanently. Like it's really brutal on the customer. Mm. Like almost as if they don't want you to be able to do it. Um, (laughs) But I set that up, downloaded it, installed it, saw that it worked properly. Still haven't played that game. But I saw that the Yuffie's whatever like extra episode is 20 bucks. So I was like, all right, well, I've got a handful of dollars. I think five to seven bucks already in the PlayStation thing. If I buy a $20 card... If I play through Final Fantasy VII and like it, I can buy that episode just straight up. And if not, I'll have like 25 bucks sitting in my account for random days, right? With the Xbox, I had stuff I wanted to buy. I definitely wanted to buy uh, the Apex Predator Edition, whatnot, and I had a couple of other games that I wanted to buy during that sale that were just on like ridiculous prices. Mm. Um, completed my Tomb Raider collection, bought the definitive edition of the original and, and a couple other things. Bought Dead Island 1 and 2. I've never played those. <laughs> Dead Island, Dead Island Riptide or something. I think the whole collection was like five bucks. So yeah. bought a bunch of random shit that was like, wow, that stuff's that cheap right now. I bought like five, six games for like less than 30 bucks. So um, anyway, and then I had a handful of bucks left over that I just put on store credit. I was like, no, well, I'll come back some other day for it. Mm-hmm. But, um, but yeah, it, so decent purchase all around um, and uh, got that taken care of. So, and then of course I walked out and I was like, fuck, I didn't use my $5 monthly certificate. So I got to get back to GameStop yeah. in the next, by the end of the month. I mean, you don't have to, but like it's five bucks. Like, of course I'm going to go get it. You can even use it towards right. like prepaid cards, but, um, and again, same thing. I was out of there by 1115, right? Like I was like, fuck, like still, still got time to go to the gym before I get lunch. Like this, mm-hmm. it was pretty impressive. Uh, I got to give her credit. Um, and she did do the full checks. Like she hooked it up. She checked it. She made sure the controller worked. Um, gave me my batteries back, right? Made sure there was nothing in the disk drive. Made sure everything was wiped for me. Like, I got to give them credit. Like, GameStop made that whole process pretty slick. Um, and she said they've got new rules now. They don't do the refurbishment stuff as much anymore. And so it's got to be clean. It's got to sound right, not make any clicky sounds. The controller's yeah. got to be in good condition. So for those buying used right now, like for the modern consoles, like you're going to probably get a pretty decent conditioned one because they're kind of picky about what they'll buy. And she says they don't do that thing where they buy it for less now and like still take it. Like they don't do that or at least she made it seem like they don't do that so, right anyway. maybe it varies store to store yeah i'll pick you there you know what i mean yeah Who so knows? whoever gets it she goes whoever gets this will be good and i said yeah and i said i'd bring you guys the box if i thought you'd keep it and she goes no we'd throw it out and just put it in our own mm-hmm. GameStop box and i said well then i'm not gonna do it <laughs> um yep. but uh but yeah so that was pretty slick um and uh let's see And then it was a very busy weekend. Trees, these are probably the weekends I would argue, I definitely don't like, but I would argue you don't like them either. Basically, from Saturday at like 2 p.m. Okay. Until 10 p.m., I had things happening in my life. Like things I had to go do. 
Like yeah, you can't go home. You are on a right. schedule like work. Yeah. And then Sunday, it was even worse. It was 10 a.m. Oh. all the way till 10 p.m., 12 straight hours mm. of scheduled events. And I'm not counting E3. <laughs> and it was I, just a nightmare, frankly. I, I made a mistake a few years ago of building my wife like a chalkboard wall in uh-huh. the kitchen. And basically, it's basically my week schedule now. Mm-hmm. Um the size of a wall. So yep. she writes, you know, Monday through Sunday. Yep, this is and what you're every doing. Day yeah, I have one too. Times. So it's like, you know, pick up the boy, karate at this time, baseball practice here. Going oh, and here, my wife was working girl, on Saturday no. trees. So uh, I had to do everything solo. Mm. Yeah, it's good times. So got to drive my daughter to um, a birthday party. Got to deal with that. Um, then got to rush back home and um, prepare the dogs and then go to the store and buy more birthday presents. Also had to take care of some birthday presents while I was out and about doing the GameStop thing because my time is not my own. Um, and then uh, had to um, then go pick up my wife from work because mm-hmm. she rode with a friend to work because we had to go take care of another birthday party. And this was the one that was fun. This was at a barcade for my brother, my brother-in-law. And so that one, that right, that's fun. Like, I can get behind that. But I had to pick her up, and then we're downtown, so we got to grab a bite to eat downtown. It was good food. It's a place called Smoke Burger. Um, everything, your patty gets served on a little Weber grill with a charcoal piece in it. So it's cute. Um but uh, but then we had to go find parking downtown near the barcade, and everyone drives like an asshole because everyone's been cooped up from COVID. And then we go out there, and it's Halloween night, so it's a bunch of interesting looks. And uh, but but had a good time, had a good time, and enjoyed mm-hmm. that. And then got home at about ten o'clock at night, and we'd been outside all day because the barcades like you know shutters and outside. It's like an old school arcade, honestly. Like it really mm. feels like one because they just open the shutters, right? There's no air conditioning or anything. It's hot as balls. Um, <laughs> I don't know about you guys, but out here in Kansas City, the temperature's been between ninety and one hundred and five as the high. Today mm. is the really bad one. Right now outside, yeah, it's ninety nine. At night, yeah, it was nineties all week, but then luckily it rained for like two days or uh, so. No okay. rain yet for us, cooled, but cooled, cooled it off. So, but that was it was fun. I didn't play any video games, which kind of pissed me off. Um, mm. And uh, I, I did have a great moment though, um, where uh, so my my wife wore black pants and like a um, light teal tank top. And she wore a ponytail and everything and sunglasses. And I was like, you know, like some person could like play you off as Lara Croft if they really wanted to. Mm. Um, Because we were at a costume party and I was pissed off that I wasn't in costume. And my wife was like, my wife didn't tell me. I was wearing a Tiffany Amber Thiessen like Kelly Kapowski t-shirt though. It's that poster that Zach has in his closet. So I was appropriate, Mm -hmm. right, for for that place. Um, And we were up at the bar and my brother-in-law, who dressed as Rick and his buddy dressed as Morty, um, and he's my brother-in-law's a tall guy like you, so like he's a good Rick. Um, and uh, and while he was in the bathroom, we were up at the bar grabbing him a drink because it was his birthday, right? And and grabbing each of us a beer. And I look behind me and I'm like, "Hey, look, Primal Rage!" And my wife's like, "Okay." And I'm like, "Well, it's like Mortal Kombat with dinosaurs." And she goes, "Okay." 
I was like, I made a YouTube video that compares all the versions of that, and uh, it's pretty popular. And there's credits in it. You can play it right now. And she goes, yeah, I'm good. And the female bartender like walked up during this conversation and like didn't notice it. And she was like the one female bartender out of the barcade. And so she was, and of course she was really attractive and everything. And she kind of cracked up and she goes, buddy, are you two together? And my wife goes, yeah, he's my husband of 10 years. And she goes, oh, then that explains it. I was going to say, if you got, if he was trying to hit on you, he was batting a thousand. <laughs> that, was, yeah, no, that wasn't going to work out well for you. And, uh, so anyway, it was a, it was a fun night, but like, you probably know this, like we got there at about eight and by 10 o'clock we're pumpkins. We were like, I, yeah, I guess we had two beers, but like, right. Like you're not drinking to drink and you're at this hot bar and you're not like young or anything. Right. Like the, you know, I don't know. It Mm. just, it's just different when you're like a married couple just hanging out, like just trying to like have conversations with people you don't know, right? But at the mm. same time, my brother-in-law is really a good social creature, and so it was fun yeah. talking to him, and it was a fun environment. But I really wanted to play video games, and I was heartbroken that nobody at a barcade wants to play video games. Fun fact. Yeah. They all want to I mean, fuck. They don't want to play video games. Can do both. Yeah. There's but like, no reason you have to split those hairs. So here's what broke my heart, Trees. Okay, here's the... Three things that broke my heart. One, they have the arcade version of Killer Queen, which if you're not familiar with that game, that game's like on consoles, but it's like, well, way better known as an arcade game, like super addictive. Mm -hmm. They had the new Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles pinball. They had an N64. It's free. An N64 set up with four-person Mario Kart on a big old TV, like a projector that's like 103 inches. And the lag wasn't that bad. Um... And no one's touching any of these things. You could walk right up. Nobody cared. Hmm. Meanwhile, they've got fucking Connect 4 and Jenga out on the patio, and it's got a line. That's a that's a hit. God damn it. God damn that's it. That's a hit. Anyway. That, it's funny you mentioned that. I, I totally forgot to tell you that. Uh, was it sat, last Saturday? Mm-hmm. Yeah, Saturday. Saturday. Uh, last Saturday, um, me and my wife had our first date night. Ooh, in uh, okay. months, maybe years. I can't. Well, kid free date night is what I mean. Mm-hmm. I've been in the restaurants and stuff with the kids, but uh, I told my wife uh, if we don't start planning like a night out, like once a month, uh, we're gonna go nuts. You know, it's Absolutely. like we, 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 you and me, need to get out. You know, and I'm not talking about partying, even if it's a movie or just a bite to eat. Like we need to get out because, you know, with, with, with my daughter and her issues and stuff, we haven't been able to do anything away, you know, from mm-hmm. the kids in, in a very long time. So my wife had enough and she like, you know, we had planned to put the kids at the in-laws and uh, we're going out with another couple and we went to a place in Rhode Island. Uh, like my wife planned it. It was, a, I think it was called Treehouse Tavern. I don't know. It was like a cutesy little artsy restaurant. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. A lot of hanging lights and you know <laughs> what I mean? That kind of bullshit in there. And uh, yeah, we got out for a day night. It was nice. I had a few beers. I ate so much that, uh, you know, I didn't feel well for two pain. days. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like eating pretzel sticks and homemade mac and cheese and creme brulee for Hell dessert. Yeah. I'm like... But I'm also having like tall boys of like, 
you know, Allagash White and all this, you know, restaurant fancy shit. And it was like, we were all done, you know? And then oh, the yeah. kids were away for the night. So me and the wife got to come home and act like goddamn 20-year-olds. <laughs> you know, it's like, it, it was great. You know what I mean? It was yeah. like, oh, yeah. I need to have we, because when I first met her, we dated. I didn't obviously live here. I, I lived on my own, and uh, you know, so we would and, and we'd go out on the weekends. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And but since you know everything sort of w- with the daughter and stuff got worse, it's like so since we've been married, it's like we have not had anything remote so it was it was nice to get out you know it was like woo. <laughs> yeah yeah and i mean my wife and i even talked about that while we were having that smoke burger right it was yeah. like an hour but it was like wow we've got an hour where like no one's paying any fucking attention to what we're doing like <laughs> and then we uh, did get to right we did get to come home and just it was just us you know and just hanging yeah, out and, and stuff like, like that the fucking dogs wanted attention people, but we didn't let them out of their kennels people without kids don't don't know the uh <laughs> Like, when you get it, home and shit really starts, yeah. When no one's home. Like, it's odd. It's like, what? What's going mm-hmm. on here? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. And so um, so we did that. And then Sunday was, ugh. It was just a, a wild rash of things. My mom's birthday and, of course, my sisters and everybody, like, they made things very difficult because everyone's got their own schedules and so there was all that shit, and like, like even my dad called me in the middle of the weekend, and I was like, "Yeah, how's it going, Dad?" <laughs> he goes, "Are you okay?" And I was like, "Nah, not a great weekend." And he was like, "You know what? If it's all the same to you, like I'm having a great weekend. Like, why don't we touch base next weekend?" <laughs> yeah, and I said, "That's fine, down. Dad." And he goes, "I, I'm cool with that." And so like that was that was how it kind of went. But I'm trying to remember what we all did. But we had something to do in the morning. And then my wife went and picked up my daughter while I had to go do some other errand. And then we all met up and then we had to get stuff together. Oh, and then my daughter started feeling bad. We went and did some activity and my daughter started feeling bad and she's still suffering from this illness. She doesn't have a fever, but she's got a mild cough, but she's asthmatic with allergies. And so we're pretty sure it's that, but we're getting into the doctor tomorrow to find out for sure. That's actually why I have the half day. But my daughter started not feeling good. And, oh, we went to a dog bar. You ready for this, Trees? There was a... Dog bar? Yeah, so we have a a corgi, right? And there was a corgi meetup in Kansas City. There's a bar called Bark. B-A-R-K. Bar-K. Bark. And you pay a cover for your (laughs) dog. I know you hate this shit. You pay a cover for your dog. So Drake's cover was 15 bucks. And it's family friendly. You can bring kids. And uh, we got in there, and all beers were half off. So my wife and I had a couple beers. For the beer, for the dog, too? D- not for the dog. <laughs> little doggy bowl? No. They could put some beer in? No, you, they put water in there, but yeah. And they have dog tenders, which stop them they put, from... Wait, wait, wait. I was only kidding, but they have dog bowls that they put water in for the dog? Oh, yeah, they've got... A, oh, yeah, but like the dog doesn't belly dog? up to the bar. Hold on, let me rephrase this. She There's a bar... But, like, it's an open pen for the dogs to play with. And there's places for them to lounge out, chill out. There's places for them to play. There's tons of balls and frisbees and water bowls out everywhere. It's all AstroTurf. There's a pool. 
It's like for dogs to okay. just be rambunctious off leash. Uh-huh. All right. Well, E3 was this week, ladies and gentlemen. So anyway, long story short, we go out there and it was it was cute. But and 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 they have dog tenders, which these people have the worst job ever, trees. These people who just stop the dogs from fighting, fucking and shitting. Like it's just anyway. So we were at this thing and my daughter just started saying I don't feel good and not because she was at the bar. And um so we we brought her home and then I had to do some family stuff. But yeah, I got home at 10 o'clock at night and passed out. And so that's why I, and then I was playing catch up all night, every night, like with E3 and like some people know this is going into E3 for the record trees. I'm st- <laughs> okay. I'm going to stop for a minute and let you get caught up. In, oh. Is there anything you want to say? No, you said it all. I mean, listen, uh, I hope your daughter feels better. That laughing wasn't for her? No, I know it wasn't. Oh, but the fact that you tried to get through that story, like that's a normal thing <laughs> with a straight face. It like, yeah, dog bar with dog tenders. <laughs> and you just kept going. You kept trucking. I mean, I give it to you. I'm going to give it to you because you kept trucking through and you didn't stop. You didn't pull over to pick up any hitchhikers. You just kept the foot on the gas and you Jeez, went right through that story. They had a seared ahi appetizer. I wanted so bad. And she goes, dog? No, for, for me. And she was like, but you can't bring it into the dog area. And I said, so what am I what supposed to do? And she goes, please. you're supposed to come into our air-conditioned tent and eat it in there away from everybody. Please tell me they had a a, a, kitchen, a smaller kitchen. No, uh, not with for like dogs. With like a doggy no. cooking dog waiters. <laughs> no, and a small little door. No. And a dog in a tuxedo <laughs> that came out with a fucking cat. Like I want, I want to be like a Disney movie, like the rescuers and shit. I want a whole separate dog section. It wasn't like that, but you would see bitches. You like go, you would see okay. bitches, and by bitches I mean people, not specifically the female. You'd see bitches come up and be like, "Hey, get off that chair! The dogs want to lounge out on it." Like that happened a lot. I would like you to go another room after you and your wife are done, and you go go pick up fucking Drake. And he's just like has a half a drink and a cigar, and he's like, "Yeah, not ready yet. <laughs> Go back. I'm not ready. Sorry." <laughs> there were definitely there were definitely dog owners who would let their do- where they would say, "Oh, he's not ready yet," and I'm like, "Are you fucking yeah. serious? No. When you're ready, he's ready. You're his own." Ugh. Anyway. Okay. Go on. But yeah, so we he- did all that, and and. <laughs> And like some people know that like I watched the E3 press conferences and chatted yeah. in our Discord, but people probably don't know that I'm sitting on like public Wi-Fi's at shit and like doing this. The only exception was my wife was very kind in the middle of all this. And I said, "You know, it's E3 fucking weekend." And she goes, "Well, is what do you want to watch?" And I said, "I've got to see Microsoft. Like that's number 1 this weekend." She goes, "Well, when is it?" And I said, "It's Sunday from like whatever to whatever. I think noon to 2 our time." And she was like, well, I'll carve out that time. So that time I got to come home, get in the recliner, watch it fully, like relaxing, you know, just me, chill. I think I grabbed like a burger or something. No, I grabbed something to eat and like a nice soda and stuff. Like I was, I was enjoying myself, but like, it's very jarring from like what I'm used to. And I watched most of the press conferences on my cell phone in the sun, like trying to find shade on some public Wi-Fi, right? And I had to rewatch them later to really get a look at this stuff. Um, mm-hmm. But yeah, I just don't want to do that again. This weekend, though, 
It's Father's Day weekend. Real simple stuff. We're going out to dinner Saturday night. We're going to watch an Indiana Jones movie of my choice Saturday night. We're going to take my father-in-law to In the Heights on Sunday. Right? Like, (laughs) good old-fashioned, like, knock it out. Yeah. (laughs) But, anyway. How about you? How was your week? That was my week. I told you my week. I had a date night, and I ordered a TV. All right. Well, then, let's uh, let's talk to you three a little bit. <laughs> yes. Let's. Let's. I was, I pride, I, I was probably because um, I had a lot of downtime at work. So, at work, Ooh. I usually work on machines. I sort mail and shit. I work for the post office. And, you know, but sometimes the way the staffing works out, some of my partners sometimes don't come to work or whatever. Odd man out. And I have the choice if I want to be extra instead of work on a machine. Like, there's no spot for me, right? Mm-hmm. Three's a crowd of fives, you know, <laughs> two on a machine. Sometimes there's an odd number. I have enough seniority where I can say, you know what? They can go on the machine. I'm going to fucking be extra. And what that means is <clears throat> whenever a break comes up for the machines, maybe I'll go over to the machines and cover that break while they're gone with somebody, some other random person. Mm-hmm. But in my in-between time, uh, they send me over to manual, which is like you see in the movies. The guys sit in front of the cases and they they're throwing letters into the the, the case, you <laughs> yeah. know. Um, and when I'm sitting over there, I just balance my phone in front of me on the rack and I just watch TV and watch whatever. I, I actually enjoy it, right? Watch a lot of you know Disney Plus. That's how I watch most of my Disney Plus uh, Marvel shows. They've all been watched sitting in manual as I'm throwing letters. Um, and I was able to watch a lot of the E3 press conferences because when I'm at home, I wouldn't have that time, obviously, with a kid and stuff. I wouldn't be able to sit there for and scrub through like an hour and a half press conference, you know. But at work, as I'm getting stuff done, I can just sit there and have it on. And so I, I caught a bunch of them, not every one of them, because it was very disjointed, right? There was always something popping off by a different you know yeah they didn't handle that real well you know so and so i never knew when anything was on and then i'd also see a feed that would be like seven hours long and i'm like well i don't know what that is but i won't be watching that (laughs) right and so you know what i mean like there was there's a bunch of the way stuff was chopped up and stuff i i seen the the major ones i i think i told you earlier i got the nintendo obviously i caught the um bethesda microsoft i caught the ubisoft the square enix so, you know, I did, I, I, I got the gist of it, you mm-hmm. know, so, you know, it was, a, what I did watch was pretty much what I always look forward to, especially the micro, I thought Microsoft one was great because they were just like, hey, there's a bunch of games and guess what? You, you never have to buy a physical game again, apparently. Just- right. And <laughs> And like I so like just to come out and talk about a couple of things there. Let's just let's just uh, start there. Um, so a couple of people were like, you know, it's not fair for you guys to sit there and mention Game Pass day one when comparing it to these other games that are coming out. And I was like, I beg to fucking differ, Chief. Like, if I have a choice to just go into my included already subscription Game mm-hmm. Pass and play a game. Or Sony wants me to spend $70. Like, I'm not opposed to spending $70, but you better fucking bring it. And yeah. 
I, I, I don't know how much I'm convinced of that. Um, but uh, yeah, there was that. There was also the outcry of um, Starfield being Xbox exclusive, which like everybody had said, right? Like that's announced for November, I, uh, November 2022. I don't even know if I'm interested in that game. But, like, whatever, day one game pass, I, I guess I'll check it out. It's Bethesda. Yeah. I usually like their stuff. But, you yep. know, all these people are upset. And it's funny because I've seen a lot of um, conversations that I engaged in in Twitter today that are like, has this ever happened before? <laughs> and I, I hope if those people are listeners, um, because they very well might be, given our audience, uh, which is which is actually pretty decent, actually. I got to give it to you, Trees. Like, you bring an audience. Um, growing the numbers. But... Uh, uh, don't take offense to this because this is not targeted at you. This is a general statement. But how quick people forget when a franchise or a company switches platforms, how much that pisses off people. And mm. Trees, like I was telling people, I was like, this happened in the Super Nintendo. Do you remember when Final Fantasy VII was on like PlayStation 1? That shit sent a rift through Nintendo fans that was like a a mile deep like it people freaked out right and do you remember when like resident evil 4 was on gamecube like that was huge Mm -hmm. like this this you know this stuff happens and people are like i wonder though like a company with the pedigree of like bethesda and i'm like do you guys not remember that morrowind and uh kotor and basically everything bioware cranked out was exclusive and Bethesda for that matter was exclusive to Xbox for a long time. Even Oblivion started out exclusive. Like all that stuff was brought to PlayStation later, if at all. Like this is if 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 anything, there's precedence for Bethesda being on Xbox over PlayStation. Mm-hmm. But I get it. PlayStation's the more popular console by a landslide, and I I don't mind if that's people's prerogative. Whatever you you do, you man. Like if you love the PlayStation and you are unrelenting, good for you. But like that's not Bethesda's problem. That's not even Sony's problem. That's your problem, man. Like solve it or don't. But and it's funny because people are like I will not buy Elder Scrolls Six if it's only on Xbox. Well, yeah, you're a PlayStation fan. Of course you're not. They know. They don't care. Nobody cares. No one's going to miss you, Chief. Bye, Polly. No one's going to miss you. No one's asking you to come to the table. You sit over there with your red flag. You're fine. Well, but uh, I watched that thing. and uh, I'm not on Twitter, Fred, so I don't have conversations like that or see stuff like that. I just watched it and I I was like... stuff like that. Yes, I know you do. And I was just like... Every I was just like, this is fucking rad, man. I'm like, good, yeah, because <laughs> I'll check all this shit out. Well, so if did I would see that out, like summer, like this summer six I, games. I, I don't know if you. Oh, sorry, I missed that. I missed okay. the uh, that which I I'll have to go back. And so watch. there's a there's right off the bat just to talk about what I'm like really excited for this summer is uh, there's that Baldur's Gate Dark Alliance, not the remake of the Xbox PlayStation Two games, which recently came out. Mm-hmm. There's a full-blown new version of that, which comes out this weekend, or like Monday or Tuesday, and it's Day and Date Game Pass. And it's like, it's exactly what you remember, Trees. It's third-person co-op, like dungeon-crawling Dungeons & Dragons. Mm -hmm. And that's just like here, day one, Game Pass. Um, And another big one was Hades. Hades is finally coming to Xbox in August, and it'll be Day and Date Game Pass, so that's good news. Mm -hmm. So, 
I uh, Among Us, which is a big deal for like my daughter, and that'll be day one Game Pass. So now with like uh, a bunch of people, right? Like fifteen people. people. Yeah, 15. apparently it was a big deal. There was a fifteen person <laughs> lobby. I, my daughter I, lost her shit, and I didn't even realize what was going on. No. My daughter played that for a little bit, but she didn't play it right anyways because she's so antisocial. She was running around and did the little things, but she didn't engage in any of the. Uh, you know, my like daughter's conniving, like she'll so, lie and yeah, trick yeah, people. Yeah, she played she played it for a little bit, and then uh, that was it. So she don't care about that. But um, I'm trying to think think like this. Everything they showed, I was like, that's dope. That's dope. Even the Forza stuff, I'm like, yep. I love yeah, Forza. Forza Horizon Five looked cool as hell. Like my my wife was ready to book a trip to Mexico. She didn't really care about the game. Yeah, but uh, <laughs> uh, I'm trying to think what else they you know they showed. Microsoft did that thing I like where they just keep going, bam, bam, bam. Yeah, and we'll <laughs> get to stop. it, but Nintendo actually so, did that too. Nintendo um, was good, but I, I liked... Um, so I, if you want to know real quick, I've got the list here. So they've got, okay, the, six, go through them. They got the six games of summer, okay. which started uh, June 13th with Like a Dragon. So Like a Dragon's now on Game Pass. That's, just that's go right. For it, right, yeah. I want to play And that, that seems like your alley. I don't yeah, think that's yeah, going to be does. so big for me, but that's a trees ass game. Yeah, I want to play that big time. Um, Dark Alliance comes out the twenty second, so I'm a week off. It it comes out next okay. Tuesday. Then there's this game called The Ascent, which is July 29th on Game Pass. Hades is August thirteenth. Uh, I forgot about this one. This is the Willem Dafoe game with um, uh, what's her face from uh, uh, Daisy Ridley from uh, Star oh, Wars. Oh, the 12, 12, uh, 12 minutes. 12 minutes. Yeah, that hits August 19th, and that game that looks, looks dope as hell. Yeah, that looks interesting. So um, there's Aragami 2, which is September 17th, and then September 23rd is Sable. And Sable was pushed really big. You didn't see a whole lot about it on the Xbox showcase, but if you go back and watch mm-hmm. Jeff Keighley's Summer of Games Night, yeah. um, they, they do a whole musical number and show that game off. That game's been oh. in development for a while and looks pretty cool. Okay. But uh, then they showed Fall. Fall, you get Scorn, that weird, like, sloppy... Uh, <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, that thing. There's Anacrusis, and I don't know that game very well. Um, the big one between you and me, I'm curious of your thoughts on this, was um, October 12th is uh, Back for Blood. The Left I, for Dead, and it's day one I, game pass. Yeah, I never played it. I mean, I played Left for Dead, or the original Left for Dead, I think, was back when Easy Mode was going on. We had yeah. like an Easy Mode night in there, and I enjoyed it. But, I mean, I don't have like a group of friends anymore fair to play with and i am not a i'm gonna jump into a a random group of people <laughs> okay you know what i mean i am not that dude uh so not anymore you know i used to have a few beers and have a good time all night sure i got doing stuff but i'm i don't you know so yeah it doesn't interest it just doesn't interest I'm me because because of the structure of it. it doesn't yeah, I'm super me. psyched for it. it. Maybe if I can convince you to do it. Like the other person mm-hmm. who I know is really into it is Left for Gaming Chase. Uh, sorry. Yep. Learned from Gaming Chase. Although, you know, um, uh, the other Chase actually, Awakened Heathen, he's real into Killing Floor. And I had some great nights with him and Scar on Killing Floor. Mm-hmm. I bet this is right up his alley too. So I'm looking forward to Back for Blood. And again, if I don't have to buy it, like this is like a no brainer here. Mm-hmm. And it's going to have a great community because it's got Game Pass, right? Like right. we're like, what, 15 million strong? Um, 
Then we've got Shredders, which comes out in December. I don't recall this game. I'm going to be completely honest. No. Um, Among Us was 2021 sometime. They're saying summer. Mm -hmm. The rumor I've heard was July 15th-ish, but nobody's saying anything. Hello Neighbor 2 will come. And then, of course, The Gunk, which The Gunk's always looked cool. Uh, Mm -hmm. We'll just see it when it comes out. And then the big hitters were the the Microsoft first party, which you've got Flight Simulator coming July 27th. Do you Mm -hmm. get down on any Flight Simulator trees? No, but if it's in Game Pass, I have a Series yep. X, I might check it out. Yep, it is. It is. It is. I uh, probably won't, actually. But yeah, you probably won't. But it's too, if anyone's going to appreciate it out of too, us, it's yes. going to be you. <laughs> I know. I know. I don't know. Um, August 25th is Psychonauts 2. That I was actually quite psyched for, and I'm almost thinking about giving Psychonauts look, 1 another go. It looked good, but I mean, I I never liked the first one. But Oh, then you're not going to like the sequel. It's the same it looked, thing. Yeah, it is, but it looked cool. It looks cool. Um, <laughs> the visuals are cool. Age of Empires 4 is October 28th. Okay. Interested. Interested in November that. November 9th I is like, Forza Horizon. Oh, sorry. I'm I'm going too fast. Uh, Age of Empires, I, I like games like that. Oh, see, I don't. So that's, I'm showing that off. So those are all night. Those are all night games. Those are like one more. Well, in Trees, somebody's going to point out if you prefer it, you know you can hook up a keyboard and mouse to your Series X and it works. Uh, so, awesome. Yeah. So, um, Next up, Forza Horizon 5, November 9th. I, awesome. Yeah, I can't see how I'm not going to be jumping down that those, one. Those games are fun. Regardless. Even if you play them for a week or a month or a year, uh, it's the time you spend the with The Horizon them, games aren't as picky as the arcade. No. Or sorry, they're more no. arcade no. than the Sim yes. Forza games. And so I love the look of Forza. Yeah, I, I, I don't I think you can drive Horizon. I don't think a Lamborghini would ref- perform on a beach very well. <laughs> yes, exactly. So. And it's in Mexico, but it was gorgeous. Like, if you guys haven't watched mm-hmm. that demo, I highly recommend you check it out. If you're not interested in Forza Horizon 5, this will make you interested. Mm-hmm. Like, did you watch a lot of that, Trees? Like the, I did. The I did watch it. Volcano and the rocks. And yes. I was joking with Austin about it because he was like, you know, that's kind of like... Um, that's kind of like uh, Arizona. And I said, well, my wife was fascinated by the jungles and volcanoes. He goes, oh, yeah, we don't have any of those in Arizona. No jungles. Yeah, no jungles in Arizona. <laughs> but uh, dried up. And then the holiday is Halo Infinite, which they announced is free to play for the I, multiplayer. I thought the multiplayer looked fun as shit. That little samurai yeah. outfit. <laughs> well, dope. and on top of that, when it's free to play, that means, and it's obviously PC, Xbox, cross-gen, or cross-play, Mm-hmm. Um, there's just never going to be a lack of players. I almost wonder if it gains traction. I don't think it's it's too soon to tell now, but if it gains well, traction, I could see it giving Call of Duty a run for its money, like saying, it, hey, you need to go free to play too. If you're going to play it, play it the first week when all the scrubs are playing it. Yes. Don't don't go in there six months later because you uh, you might not have a good By time. By April, if you get in you're there, getting screwed. Well, if you get in there when all the Game Pass people download it the first week, <laughs> you you might have some fun. I do have to say this, though, Trees. Um, Halo always had the best, like, um, based off of your skill level matchmaking. Mm-hmm. They did a really good job with that, so yep. you might not run into that, but still, I still would take Trees' advice. Yeah. Um, but other than that, just some some cool stuff that was shown off was um, I'm trying to look here. So obviously they showed off Starfield, but that's a year away. Like that's like it's cool to know it's coming. But I don't know. I know the name. I do not know what 
They've shown is. Is that old? nothing. It's Bethesda. Is like an old PC thing? Or? No, Starfield is Bethesda's first new RPG. Oh, I thought, I swear I've heard that name so much. I thought it was like a Fallout thing. Like it's old, oh. like original Fallout, and they were making a new one. So no, this it's is a not, whole so, yeah. thing. Okay. They describe it as in this next generation role playing game set amongst the stars, create any character you want and explore unparalleled freedom as you embark on an epic journey to answer humanity's greatest mystery. So to me, it's No Man's Sky. <laughs> it's just, it sounds like No Man's Sky to me. Um, it's already made. I don't know if you saw the. I don't know if you saw the trailer, but Stalker Two looks dope and. Uh, it's going to be Game Pass, so... I never... I never Stalker 1 was like a PC thing back and in the day, so I never knew what tough, it was. It's a tough swallow, I gotta say. So I never knew what it was, so... I know the name. I, I know it by name in that it's like Russian. Yes. <laughs> Something. Yes, and it, but this one, the, they were always in the outskirts of, of Chernobyl. This one goes straight into Chernobyl. It looked cool. Which I'm fascinated by Chernobyl. Um, they're going to have to make some gameplay tweaks for me to like it, but my biggest issues was that I use a gamepad, and if you try to adapt Stalker, the old Stalker's controls to a gamepad, it didn't work. This one seems to have so much Microsoft behind it, I think they'll have good gamepad support. Yeah, so. nowadays, nowadays, I think uh, they're shooting themselves in the foot if they don't make controller support. Exactly. Um, so. The only other couple of things I wanted to mention was um, uh, Outer Worlds 2's coming day and date on Game Pass. It'll be exclusive Love to it. Xbox. Love the first one. There you go. Um, Doom Eternal's getting a um, a ray tracing 4K patch. Mm-hmm. Not a big Doom guy, but I don't know if you've ever played Doom Eternal or if you're interested. I played the first Doom. Gotcha. Doom 2016. Yeah, that one was, in my opinion, better than Doom Eternal, but Doom Eternal's mm-hmm. good. Uh, you can skip the final chapter, in my opinion, but hey. Um, they announced uh, the sequel to that, Plague Tale. Uh, I'm yeah, used to, that'll yeah. be a good one. Yeah, that'll be next year, but that looked awesome, and it's day one with Game Pass. The first one's still on Game Pass. I still haven't checked it out. Yeah, uh, Plague Tale Innocence. Actually, they announced that like July 6th or something... There's a uh, Series X uh, like 4K update. So you said that's you said that's worth playing, right? Yes. Okay. Yes, it's roughly ten hours, and it's um, it's you know what trees? It's going to it's a it's a type of game that doesn't get made anymore. Okay. It's like a linear adventure game. All right. With mild stealth mechanics, but not frustrating stealth mechanics. So, and it's not the whole game; it's just part of it. Um, I don't know if you saw Party Animals, but my daughter was all over this. Mm-hmm. It's like gang beasts with like yes. fluffy was, uh, balloon animals. I love <laughs> they're, they're not even balloon animals. They're just like weird. No, stuff you animals. know what they are? They're those inflatable like costumes, like the T Rex that are out all over the place. Sorta, sorta. But they're like, well, they flop around like that. But they're like, yeah. um, as the trailer went on, they went, they got more and more dumb looking. They. Did. My just my daughter won't. just jumped at the corgi, of course, but yeah. Yes, yeah, they they, they had a good look to it. They're yeah. so dumb looking. They were dumb, but uh, anyway, big dumb fun coming in twenty twenty two. But but yeah, like I said, Xbox just had a killer lineup. Um, to be honest, mm-hmm. and um, things just keep hitting. And so, as somebody who just got two more years of Xbox Game Pass, like, <laughs> thank you. Yeah, there was, there was so much they were showing. Like you know, I can't remember every trailer. They were showing some sort of smaller Indian look, indie looking stuff that looked 
great that was coming to Game Pass. Was that the one where they showed Redfall at the end? They did. They did. So that's that new um, vampire uh, slash. Yeah, and I'm trying to see here. Oh, that's Arcane. So Arcane Austin, who made Dishonored and Prey. Right. That's um, right. Yeah, this is that. Uh, it's kind of like a co-op shooter against vampires. I, I guess. I mean, it's Left it, it for Dead against was, vampires. The whole thing was cinematic, so you don't really know. Truly, so it says, it uh, play solo or but, team up as many as three friends, so up to four, mm. to take on a legion of vampires. So I tell you what, uh, even though it was just a cinematic, I love like new shit you haven't seen before. Mm-hmm. Do you know what I mean? Like. Uh, you know, you can watch people be snarky about it or whatever, or, you know, the style or whatever they want. But it's like, whatever, man. It's like shit you haven't seen before. Characters you haven't seen before. Enemies you haven't seen. You know what I mean? It's like something new. And it's like, I love when people like sort of think outside the box. They like show you something you didn't know, you know, existed. It's like this cool vampire thing, but it's also like this weird modern tech and with old oh, yeah. i don't know it, no, it had a I, cool look it had i a dug cool, it. Vibe to it yeah i dug it and more importantly it answers the question uh, it's kind of irrelevant what you wanted the answer to be but it answers the question yes xbox bought bethesda and they're keeping shit on their own console <laughs> it's it's <laughs> exclusive it's not coming to playstation yep and I, that's just a business decision like nothing more you know it's I have never got into the the console war, quote unquote console war, ever in my life. Like even as a kid, right? As a kid, I never got your ass went, beat over a Sega Genesis or anything. Well, I went Genesis. I also had an NES, like like every other kid, right? And that was the yeah. only thing to have. Like before that, you had an Atari. Like you jump from an Atari. <laughs> yeah. Maybe if you were a rich kid, you had a ColecoVision, and then it, it there was a gap. And then it just jumped to like the NES, right? So, mm-hmm. but then after the NES, it's like I went Genesis, right? Because I just wasn't me into too. Nintendo stuff. Anymore. Like Nintendo stuff looked too cutesy for me. You know what I mean? Like Super Mario World and all that shit wasn't wasn't for me, right? My brother had one though, so it's like when he had one, I played like Street Fighter Two came out on it first, and so I did that shit, and then. From that point on in my life, I always owned every console, right? Mm -hmm. Whether it's a a Sega CD and then a Dreamcast and a, you know what I mean? Like a PlayStation and I always owned everything, Tyree Jaguar. So it's like, I've never got into this weird console war of like, oh, you got that. Well, we got this because I play everything. Like I can play whatever comes out. I don't give a fuck. Right. Right. You know what I mean? I'm with you. So... So to me, when I hear console wars, to me that it, that sounds to me like little kids, like it's a little kid thing because your parents bought you one thing and that's all you can have. That's a good so point, be, yeah. Because like it's a so problem you, I will never have. Yeah, so it's like it's a territory thing. Like you know, that's all you have, so you got to defend it. So it's very strange when I see grown men that are like, you know, fuck Xbox, PlayStation. I'm like, yeah. why don't you just buy both? Like, I don't, I don't understand, you know? It's like, I mean, I'll give a little credit to the people who are understandably frustrated they can't get a PS5 right now, but yeah, I still that, see your point. But, yeah, I'm saying in normal conditions. Yeah. I mean, I'm talking even last generation. It's like, 
you know, even Xbox, even like 360 PS3 era. Like there was people I knew, right, on mm-hmm. podcasts that we all know. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's mm-hmm. like you know, you know, fuck Xbox, fucking PlayStation. It. It's like I don't know why don't you just stop uh, buying dunks and smoking cigarettes for a week and you can buy the other one too. It's like you're a grown man. <laughs> like it's just so strange to me when I see like see a con- console was uh, uh, raging above anybody. Uh, that's like, you know, 14. <laughs> I'm just mm-hmm. like, what are you arguing about? <laughs> so I could play it all, man. So I never get that. It's like, and I never shit on one system over the other. I love when I get into my PlayStation, I love my PlayStation. And then, you know, then I uh, find something on my Xbox and I love my Xbox. So I love my, you know, I love my Switch. So. Well, and all, also, I, I forgot to tell you, Trees, the, the part of E3 that no one's talking about that was the biggest announcement for me was Tetris Effect Connected. Tetris Effect on PlayStation consoles becomes Tetris Effect Connected starting like... Oh, just like an update to it? Or? Like in July. Yeah, it'll be a free so update. You, and so, so obviously me. that's where I have to buy Tetris Effect. And yes, the VR modes will work with it. Nice. So, um, also real quick to address the VR thing, the rumor now is VR will be holiday 2022 and PlayStation will be talking more about it next year. So a little, a little ways out. Um, anyway, um, so that was the big heavy hitter. Other than that, uh, you said you looked at, um, well, I, I watched the Square Enix one, Uh right? And I realized very quickly, Uh I don't think I'm picking up what Square Enix is putting down anymore. <laughs> I've said, honestly, like everything they showed was was Final Fantasy or spinoff or sort of like in that realm. Uh huh. And you know, I grew up with with Square Enix on the Playstations, right? Like I didn't play Square Enix. I didn't play old Final Fantasy games on the Super Nintendo or wherever they came from. Sure. I I. PlayStation was where I cut my teeth with Square Enix on Final Fantasy VII and, um, you know, uh, let's say Bushido Blade. Sure, sure. I was big on that. Toe Ball, number one. Uh, Toe Ball, number one. It was real big in my circle with my buddies. Oh, what's um, that shooter they did? Um, um, Einhander. There you Einhander. go. Einhander. 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 Yeah. So I have yeah. that. So, like, I... Everything they they put down in the PlayStation, I picked up that. Like I was big Square Enix person. Uh, you know, obviously Kingdom Hearts was a big part of my life. Um, but I, you know, the Final Fantasies I fell off of. I, I dipped into thirteen, and I really enjoyed thirteen and played it. But watching their little their press conference this year, and it was like even the style. That final fan, that modern Final Fantasy style. You're talking about that Crystal Tecmo Koei all, game. I mean, all of them, right? Okay, like, sure. Like Origins, like everything. Dudes with spiky hair with big swords yelling in castles, but yet Accurate. with modern clothes, yeah, with zippers and shit. Like that whole aesthetic now, like knights, but driving a car. Like I don't know, fucking. <laughs> <laughs> but you know, like everything they make is in that sort of like um universe now yeah like that i can't i can't explain it like 
to me, the old Final Fantasy games, everyone was kind of different in its own way. There was either like it was all like airships or something, or it was like Final Fantasy VII, or it was like tropical, like ten. Like everything had sort of a different vibe to it. But lately, in the last few years, all of it just seems like this weird, like industrial, but with magic and big swords, sort of cathedral buildings and fucking. I don't know. No, you're right. Whatever, whatever it is, like it doesn't do anything for me. You know what I mean? I'm just like, huh. The, I got jazz when they showed. Was it last year? They showed a glimpse of. Was it Final Fantasy 16? I guess it would be by now. Yeah, I think that was. Last and it year. looked, it looked really like medieval mm-hmm. sorta. That I got a little peek because it it looked different. You know what I mean? I'm like, mm-hmm. it just looked kind of cool. But all the shit they showed during this. Square Enix stuff that was all sort of Final Fantasy based. Yawn. Yeah. Yeah. It it just didn't it didn't do anything for me, man. I realize I'm like I think I just I'm past that. Like I think as a gamer and just doesn't do anything. So the one I got to ask you about is Guardians of the Galaxy. If you don't mind, let's just jump right into it. Well, that's a weird one for me, right? Because. It's fresh in my mind from playing the Telltale version. Okay, okay. <laughs> right? Remember, I just yeah, played it. Yeah. So to me, it's it's not like they've been away, right? I like just well, recently you think played. Of it? Not for me. Really? Okay. They, they that was and, so for me. That's why I'm I'm. Um. Yeah, the jumping around and shooting shit. I'm just like, man. Well, it's okay. single player. You mm-hmm. don't need friends. Like you just right, but Star-Lord. it's still. It's still just boosting around and shooting shit with with a uh, fucking health bar. You just described a majority of the video games I love. Right, I know, <laughs> but I mean, yeah, it, no, it didn't do nothing for me. I, I like That's the, um, I do always just like the Telltale ones. I do like all the different takes on the on how the characters are. I find it a little yeah. fascinating that. You know, people since the MCU happened, mm-hmm. people get butt hurt. When the video games don't look like the movie characters, like the actors, but I'm just like, I'm like, yeah, but that's there. Maybe you should be butthurt that the actors don't look like the original comic book people. (laughs) Right? Well, because that my my wife was like, look, I I know you're gonna criticize this because she watched it with me, and she was like, I know you're gonna criticize this, but I, it needs to look like the actor, and I'm like, it doesn't though. It doesn't. I mean, if you just take it That's as... That's not what Peter Quill looks like thing. in the comics, no. like, at all. No. It's way more accurate uh, the way but, that they've done it. And you know what? The same thing is true of Drax and Gamora. And Because she was like, Drax looks the same. And I was like, no, his skin's green. And Drax mm. the Destroyer was always green. If you watch yeah. those early Infinity Gauntlet comics, like if you read those early yeah. Silver Surfers and then into the Guardians of the Galaxy, Drax is green and they've retained that. And Gamora mm-hmm. looks more like herself. Yeah. Um, I think it's a testament to the um, the movies that they sure. do such a good job with those mm-hmm. properties that those become... It the becomes a problem. A lot of people, right? yeah. you know what I mean. So, but that's because I love the Guardians movies. Like, I think those two movies are great, They're and fantastic. I like yeah, I agree. Chris Pratt. I like I yeah, like Chris his. Pratt's you know, some people actor. don't like Sorry. people. I didn't name him by name, <laughs> but some people don't like their uh, 
you know, a certain, yeah, they might not, oh, his shtick. I, I don't like his shtick. You know, people get used to like, but that's a, how Star Lord is. Like, it's his right. spin on it, but it's still how so, he is. Yeah, I'm with you. But I enjoy the different looks. So, like, when I played the Telltale one, I, I enjoyed that they didn't look like, like I told you, they said more had a Disney Infinity sort of look to them. Um, mm-hmm. The Telltale series, the way that their features were. Um, but I thought they looked cool. I thought they looked cool in the, the this one. But um, the gameplay was just like, ah, it didn't do anything for me. It wasn't different enough for mm-hmm. me. To want. Maybe it would change when it comes out. And if I hear like the story's cool and stuff, you know, uh, maybe I'll play it. But it's not on my list of like, I must play Guardians. <laughs> <laughs> See, I, I think I'm going to day one that one, if I'm being honest. Really? Yeah. That's so, so odd, man. I know, isn't it? Like what what gets us and what doesn't. So anyway, I'm thinking about day one-ing that one, but uh, I digress. That was the only one that really spoke to me. The other thing I was hoping for, which we already kind of talked about, was they did those Final Fantasy 1 through 6 updates. And they said Steam and mobile. And I was like... Yeah. Yeah. That, a lot of that goes to man. one platform, right, Trees? What's the one platform you put that on? If if I give you a choice, you can only put those six games on one platform. What do you pick? What, iPhone? Switch. Apple? That's the See, Switch. When, you say, when I say mobile, I'm thinking the phone because no, they no. have all the other... They um, chose mobile and Steam. But I'm saying if I gave you a choice... Oh, to be the biz the dev guy gotcha. and pick a platform. Like to me, the Switch is the number one, and then maybe PlayStation Four as a backup. Mm-hmm. But like, I it blew my mind. And people are like, "Well, maybe it's coming later," and they just haven't announced it. And I was like, "But right after that, they announced those other games, and uh, I think it was Leg- uh, Legend of Mana or whatever." And mm-hmm. that one was coming to PS Four and Switch, and I was like, "No, if they were going to do this, they would have announced it." So they chose mm. not to. Anyway, it, big missteps there. Square did not impress me at all. It was it was really no. telling too how Avengers came right after that, and it was that whole Wakanda Forever Black Panther thing. And despite the fact that a lot of people are Black Panther fans, I don't mm. think anyone even paid attention to that. Like Avengers is a dead game. Like you you done fucked it's up, me. Square. Bury that bitch and just move on. Now, see, here's, here's another reason where I love the Black Panther movie. Mm-hmm. So to me, that character is that character. So when I know the Square Enix Avengers, yeah. like, it's their own take. The fact that I could see his eyeballs, I didn't like it. Uh, that's it a good me. point. I never thought yeah. about that till you said it. Yeah, you're it right. It threw me that, that they gave him eyeballs instead of just the white. Mm-hmm. <laughs> the white, like, ghost eyes. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, they actually gave it like eyeballs in the game. I'm like, I don't know if I like that. That looks see weird, your man. Soul, man. That ain't cool. I don't like, it. like I don't like that one bit. <laughs> no, it's pairing at me. So, and I get you. Um, but so anyway, um, so yeah, Square was kind of a wash. Um, we can mention it, but like, man, you want to talk about the one. Uh, E3 press conference I was happy came back and then immediately regretted that decision was Capcom. Yawn. Ooh, what nothing. was it? What was it? Oh, did you they see it? Showed, yeah, I scrubbed okay. through yeah, a it. Yeah, it was like, uh, like Resident Evil Village waiting. is getting DLC. <laughs> okay. Why they have a host? Why they have a host for it? I didn't don't even know. need a host. I, yeah, I um I was bummed out by Capcom. I thought I was going to see some cool something new, like something was going to. They just showed everything thing. that. Yeah. <laughs> 
that was already out or you already knew. Again, it was like, hold on. Hey, Jim, what do we got back here? Uh, Y'all want some T-shirts? Like, uh, (laughs) right. It's like when you go to to an E3 booth and everything's closing and they like look in the back for what they can get. Um, Yeah. Did you did you know we have tournaments coming up? Yeah, (laughs) we have a lot of tournaments. Now I will give. um, So, uh, 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 Chase. Um, Learn from Gaming Chase was talking about the fact that if you were um, an up and coming or hopeful esports person, the Street Fighter stuff might really talk to you. And I'm not disagreeing with him. However, I do think there are other venues where that's a more useful, mm. like, push, I guess, is what I would say. But, you know, it is what it is. Um, <clears throat> let's see. And then. I'm trying to think. Uh, so Jeff uh, Jeff Keeley did his summer game stuff. Mm-hmm. There were a couple of things that came out of there. I'm just curious. I want to I want to test the waters with you real quick, and you should go back and watch that. Especially, I think it's worthwhile to just hybrid both of those with the game stop or with the uh, uh, sorry, giant bomb ones. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, the three big ones that come off the top of my head is uh, they announced a Death Stranding director's cut which has metal gear-esque missions in it they show um norman reed is trying to figure out what to do with a cardboard box and he eventually hides in it gets out of it and looks at it curiously it's Mm -hmm. ridiculously long and uncomfortable but whatevs it's funny to listen to what the gb crew says about it um any interest there it's coming to ps5 it's basically the ps5 update but you do not get a free update if you own it on ps4 uh, I don't think I'm going back to Death Stranding. I wanted, yeah, I wanted to love that game so hard, but me too. You know, Future Tarzan has game. desperately been trying to get. Well, no, actually, he hasn't been. He's been really respectfully just going. Look, that game's worth its weight in gold. You just have to get there, but I'm not expecting you to get there. Like he, but he's mm-hmm. encouraging. He's like, I'm encouraging you without being one of those people. Yeah. Um. The other one was it opened with Elden Ring. So we got to see um, Dark Souls, but open world with a horse. And so it's like Metal Gear Solid 5 merged with Dark Souls, merged with the Game of Thrones writer, basically. Mm-hmm. It's kind of like a Lord of the Rings tale almost. Okay. Interesting yeah. trailer. Uh, like all the Soulsborne games, it's like I'm so far behind, like, I am not right. a day one Elden Ring person. But those y'all Souls people, I bet you're losing your shit, right? Mm-hmm. And they're saying January 2021, or 2022, which almost everybody knows is going to be delayed. That shit ain't coming out, but, you know, here's mm-hmm. hoping. Um, and I'm trying to think, what was the third thing? I had a third thing in my head, and I lost it. But anyway, so um, Jeff Keighley had some decent announcements on Summer of Games Fest, but... I'm trying to think if there's anything during Ubisoft. Uh, so a lot of things talked to me uh, that didn't talk to others. So what do you think of the Rainbow Six, uh, formerly Quarantine, now it's called Extraction? Um, not interested. See, I was kind of digging on it, except I, that it's exactly what we talked about, right? It is a co-op multiplayer PvE shooter. And I'm getting back for blood for free. So, like, right. you're going to have a hard time getting me to spend money on your game. Uh, when the one thing I wanted to ask you about, though, and uh, if you, what you were about to say was going to relate to this game, feel free to speak first. 
but I had a question for you. So were you about to say something about this game or were you going to move on? No, I was going to say something about that game in, in general. Okay. Like the same way you mentioned the uh, Back for Blood and this. And, uh, you know, anybody who's listening, you listen to the types of games that I've been playing for the last, <laughs> I don't know, four or five months. And you can tell these type, you know, like games like uh, whatever that's called now. What's it called? Not quarantine, but would they rename it? Oh, the PVEs, the co-op shooters? I don't know. Yeah, all those. But, I mean, what's that Rainbow Six game called? Oh, Extraction so, now. Extraction, not quarantine. But, I mean, yeah, that and all – you can see why those just don't do anything for me right now. Mm-hmm. I'm just in such weird genres of of games that I'm just – just running around shooting shit isn't, isn't my, my cup of tea right now. Yeah, but there ain't nothing wrong with that. It might, it could be. I mean, it could be in another few months, you know, when I get bored of what I'm doing, I'll head back. But right now, nothing that I saw at E3 that had like, you know, multiplayer, <laughs> Call of Duty esque multiplayer, anything like that. I, you know, Battlefield trailer looked dope, but I'm just like, man. You know. But one thing I can't get around trees that I, I think you'll agree with as well is um, if I'm going to try to get you to play one of these games, I'm going to have a much easier time if I'm like Trees. It's Saturday night. You mm-hmm. can game. You've got Game Pass. Can you just jump into a Back for Blood game and see how you feel? Or can you just mm-hmm. jump into a Dark Alliance game and see if you enjoy dungeon crawling with me? Like I'm going to have mm-hmm. an easier time because you don't have the barrier of buying the game. You just right. jump into it. The same is true of like Outriders, which you and I haven't engaged with much, but a lot of people are. Like mm-hmm. I just think it's an easier sell if if right. that's fair. But yeah. Um. So they, they did quarantine. The other thing I liked about quarantine, but maybe a lot of people would understandably think this is a detriment, was um, if you die, you lose that operator. If your operator goes away, you lose that operator, the ability to play them and all of their upgrades until you play through and succeed with an extraction challenge. And they said when with each challenge you do, there are three zones. And you get to pick at the end of each zone if you want to go deeper. You get bigger rewards, but you also take a bigger risk that somebody could get taken, right? Mm -hmm. And so if you like playing as like the sledgehammer guy and you guys decide to go for round two and you get out of it and you're like, we're doing okay, but that was a rough round. If you risk round three and your sledgehammer guy gets taken, then you have to beat a mission, which is an extraction mission that goes in and gets your sledgehammer guy back. And until Mm. you beat that mission and go through all three rounds, he's just not available to you and neither are any of his upgrades. I think that's an interesting dynamic. I think that could go both ways. I could see other people being like, fuck that. Right. But to me, that actually was cool. Like I thought that wasn't too bad. I don't know. I thought that added a risk, right, to it Mm -hmm. that made it just... I don't know. Scarier. Yeah. Scarier to go for it. But uh um, So you mean meanwhile I'm looking at like Slime Rancher 2 going, hmm. There you go. Hmm, what's this over here? What's going on here? Putting uh, things in a box? Collecting <laughs> things and putting them in a box? I that sounds like something I would do. 
You know? That's mm-hmm. what I'm saying. I'm on a different plane right now. As far as <laughs> I mean, uh, but no, it's fair. And, um, mm-hmm. but, uh, um, so Ubisoft had that one. Let's see, what was their next one? Um, they did the Rocksmith thing, which if you're learning guitar, Austin says right. is actually really good. Mm-hmm. Oh, they showed off Writer's Republic? Yeah, that looked dope, man. And I think that's Game Pass. I think so. That looked that looked. I'm like pretty sure that's right Game there. Pass. And you know what I said was, um, no, you know what? This one might not be Game Pass. I got to double check that. Um, there Either was way, another one that was a snowboarding game that I think was Game Pass, but yeah, Riders Republic looked like ESPN Extreme Games of the modern day, and it looked pretty cool. Yeah, it was like it, it was like Motostorm. Yeah, with uh, you know bikes and uh, wingsuits. It was uh, the stuff on the the mountain bikes looked intense. <laughs> yeah, it did. It really did. Uh, but that looked fun as shit, especially if you have all the different things happening at once i don't know how it actually i don't know if oh, that was man, just a the, the, rail the, or the actually, flying squirrel suit looked crazy um it all looked crazy it looked uh i like the uh red bull bikes you yeah, know the bikes that people yeah. make with like cardboard wings on them and shit like all that looked super fun so yeah i i definitely i definitely want to check that game out you know mm-hmm. um, um let's see other than that uh the big things were um Oh, uh, so Werewolves Within's getting a movie. I don't know if you ever played Werewolves Within, but... No, I didn't. Yeah, I'll I'll watch the movie. It looked fun. But uh, Far Cry 6 is like a day one for me. Uh, The reason it's a day one for me is there is a wiener dog that has... I I think I talked about this last week. Named Chorizo. And that's day Mm -hmm. one for me. Um, Trees, I will not be talking about it this week, but I've started Far Cry Primal. You'll be happy to know. Oh, good. Which has a 60 FPS update. When you're playing on Series X, it's got the FPS boost. So you can um, see those ugly, ugly, gross people in all their glory. Yeah, they move much smoother now. Um, <laughs> but they talked about how um, there's uh, the season pass content has become the villain. So you become the last three villains from three, four, and five and play through mm. campaigns as them. Yeah, that's cool. Which is interesting. Yeah, it's uh, it? it's uh, Voss, Pagan Min, and uh, Joseph from uh, Far Cry mm-hmm. Five. So and and they showed a uh, cockfighting rooster with spike. Oh call. yes, they did. And God, what was his name? <laughs> I don't know. His <laughs> name was something up. great too. And I was like, there are too many animals with too many clever names for me not to play this day one. Like it looked fun, man. It looked like Far a, Cry Six is day one for me. Yeah, it look it looks super fun. I don't think I'm know? gonna go gold yet. Like I'll wait for the season pass like it, sale or something. All, all but I those think games, I'm day one on that game. All those games are funny because there's such a uh, contrast between a serious story with like a real bad villain and then like just cause type yeah. bullshit. Bullshit. Yeah, that's the only way you can describe <laughs> I mean, it. You know? it is. It's just it's just batshit, right? It's so self serious in its can- yeah. in its story, and it's so yeah. not serious in what happens. Yeah, it's um, like I've I've seen news footage of gorillas and like uh, you know what I mean, like freedom fighters in the jungle and stuff, yeah. and they do not have propane backpacks <laughs> with grappling hooks yeah. throwing uh you know like killer roosters at people. And I'm so. telling you right now, Chorizo is going to do what um, Wiener Dogs did in World War II, where they sent them in with like grenades into like tunnels. 
Like, I guarantee you that's part of it. Is that what they? Um, is that what they called? Um, is that what they called the um, Coco's uh, father there in uh, Coco? Did oh, you Coco? I'm trying to remember now. Because he choked on something, and that's what they called him as a joke. Was it? It tur- might have been chorizo because that's Mexican sausage, and that makes yeah, perfect sense. Yeah, they kept making fun <laughs> yeah, of him. I think you're right. Now that you that. say that, I have to go yeah, back and rewatch out. Coco. I like we own it, but like it's been a while. Uh, yeah, I think good. you're right, though. Yeah. Um, Mario and Rabbit Sparks of Hope is cool, but it's like next year, so I. <laughs> <laughs> I bought Mario and Rabbids when it was on sale for like yeah, ten bucks I, or thirteen with the season pass, and I still haven't booted it. That's, so that's up my alley, um, <laughs> but I have not played it. But I don't hate. Listen, I don't hate minions, right? Like people hate minions because my kids like the minions, mm-hmm. and I don't hate Rabbids because they have just a dumb enough look. Oh yeah, that they crack me up. Yeah. And my son actually watched. There was like a whole series of cartoons on Netflix. There were, yeah. It was like a show or something. I don't know how many. Oh yeah, My but they were basically it. like, you know. Um, so he watched those. So it was funny. So I think they're funny, and I do like how they make fun of um, <laughs> Mario characters. The Mario World, and, yeah. You do. and me, when you and me were talking about Galaxy, uh-huh. we were just talking about how Rosalita's like just <gasps> over it. And tell Mario to fuck off and do yeah do this for me and so and the 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 fact the that they Ma- had, Rob, Rosalina yeah the fact that they had her so bored yeah. that she kept falling asleep and falling out of the chair I was like that is fucking I'm so, so glad that wasn't point. just us I'm so glad that wasn't us reading into something and just making something up because the fact that they keyed in on no that they picked up on that so yeah exactly funny every time they show her she's yawning. Yeah. It's like he's fantastic. It's like, what are we doing? So, um, and then they wrapped up with Avatar, which wow, looks like Avatar two might actually come out, and they've got a beautiful engine. I just don't know if anyone gives a fuck about Avatar anymore. But the no, game I looks mean, dope. I will say this because I, you know, I, I like following Giant Bomb too. They've always shit on Avatar, <laughs> yeah. but uh, I'm like, I, I, at some point, it was fashionable. The shit on Avatar because it was so big. Mm-hmm. Um, I am not one of those people. Do I think it's a it has dumb shit in it, like unattainium? <laughs> yes, I do. But do I think it's this great popcorn movie? It's fantastic. Yeah, and um, it is. Listen, man, it it's has fun. That game, that movie is fun to watch. It's fun, and it has. Listen, it has um, like old man guile. Yeah, riding a mech with a mech-sized Bowie knife oh, makes that, no sense. That but fucking it's awesome. actor too. He's great. He was in like another movie that's like a a horror movie mm-hmm. where he like yeah where people are oh, locked in his house. Yeah, I've got that movie. I I can't remember he, the name, but that movie's just fun too. He, like he played uh he played Sully in that fucking uh in that independent Uncharted show. Oh, did he? That yeah, he would have been with, a great uh, Sully. Nathan Fillion. He was the Sully. Oh, did you, that's fantastic. Did you never watch that? No. It was good. <laughs> I'm writing it down now. I should go back and watch that. Nathan yeah, Fillion was, and him as Sully. That's fantastic. Yeah, it was pretty good. And um, but anyways, yeah, it has it has Max 
with uh, mech-sized Bowie knives. <laughs> so, so, Fantastic. Yeah, we're the, the, the character we're referring to, or the actor is Stephen Lang, who plays Colonel Miles Quarick. <laughs> So stupid. Unobtainium. It's underneath uh, the tree of life. Unobtainium. Yeah. I know, right? You can't get to it. It's unobtainium. It's, it's, it's unobtainium. They can't attain it, and it's fucking <laughs> under the tree of life of the blue cats. Get it? That's- get it? I don't know if you heard my my joke. Actually, I'll make this joke for the Nintendo one. So, but uh, yeah, but you know they like this. They like to fuck their horses and birds with their tail. <laughs> Whatever. Whatever. You know, oh, is what it is. Boy, and that ride at, at Disney's dope. I don't know if you've been down there since they've done the. We Avatar were land. down there, and we were always like, we could come back, ha! Huh? Um, but uh, the the line was four hours because I and I talked about it on this show. I think uh, it's okay if you yeah. don't remember it, but um, people were doing some shenanigans on that Avatar ride. So yeah, we skipped, told, yeah, yeah, yeah. We 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 got the app, and so we had pre-ordered the. I think we had got fast pass things be, before we even went on vacation. Like we did it like two weeks out. Well, if you shit. stayed at Disney, we remember we didn't stay at Disney. Yeah, we were those bitches. We got a nice condo away oh. from Disney so that we could have a two-story, two-bedroom apartment. Mm. But we, but I'm saying on the <laughs> on the app, you can book the fast passes. Right, we did, but we couldn't book the fast passes as quick as the hotel people, and uh, that particular oh. ride was taken up. Yeah, we did it on the app. Do it on the app. They track you, track your ass. Um, we didn't. We didn't get fast passes. And then when we went to get fast passes, um, anyway, we did. We did what we could. Got everything anyway, but that ride. That's the one ride I didn't ride. So thank you for pointing it out. Yeah. Um, <laughs> um, anyways, Avatar game. Yeah, I'm not interested either. But it looked pretty. So. I mean, I'll play it given certain circumstances, but not day one. Um, all right, well, let's wrap up. Uh, so we got Nintendo left, I think, and then that's I it. I think that's really all that's worth talking about. And, and uh, you know, the Kazuma Smash Brothers trailer was hilarious. Man, the fucking when he takes the Kirby. <laughs> puts when he's throwing them all in the fucking pit. I'm like, oh when he does Kirby and then Kirby sneaks back up. That was um, fantastic. Haven't played Smash Brothers in like a year. Yeah, I, I won't first, be playing Smash Brothers. I had the first season pass, uh-huh. uh, and then that was you it. Got I, the plant. I fell off. <laughs> I got the plant. I needed that plant. <laughs> yeah. uh, but then they just kept releasing like uh, there's like you know eighty four characters or something. They kept releasing Fire Emblem char- characters and shit. I'm just like, I don't know who these people are. <laughs> I don't care. Fucking, you know. Um, they showed some Metroid. Uh, so let's, real quick, yeah, Metroid Dread's coming. So Metroid Dread was canceled 16 years ago. Um, it was the original concept for Metroid 5 after Metroid uh, Fusion, and uh, it's back. Mercury Steam's going to do it. They're the ones who did the Lords of Shadow and Mirrors of Fate Castlevania games, and mm-hmm. then they did that Samus Returns 3DS port that yep. everyone liked. And I joked about it on Twitter today. I said, you know, if you think about it, Mercury Steam's the first Metroidvania developer. Mm-hmm. Get it? Huh? 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 Yeah, no one else found that funny either. But you know, Twitter—it's tough to come across (laughs) on Twitter. Um, Metroid Dread—I think I want. It looked cool. It looks dope. It's two D. So like, I I like. Yeah, it had that cool modern two D. It it looked. I think they're going to do some fun perspective shit with it. If mm -hmm. I know Nintendo, they they take advantage of 
technology, you know, and they're very good with style. You know what I mean? So sure. You know, I'm sure that that game, like there was that one part where it went from cutscene to running mm-hmm. to cutscene real quick, and yes. I thought that was neat. If they keep that up, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like if it flows seamlessly like that to like little cutscenes, because it keeps it modern with with the you know because nowadays when people make a Metrovania, quote unquote, <laughs> right? They try to mimic it by also making it like 8-bit, 16-bit era mm-hmm. graphics and shit. You know what I mean? Whereas this wasn't that. It was a modern look of a 2D Metroid, you know? Yeah, it's like and, um, we're going to do what we can with this graphics engine. We're just going to keep it in the 2D's perspective. Um, yeah, but we're, we're going to have cool lighting and cool, you know, like particles and you know what i mean like they're gonna no, there were gorgeous cool effects shit. and it looked so, great uh it's october 8th so like it's it's right around the corner um yep. from an e3 perspective which was sorely missing in a lot of performances other like, than other than you know microsoft like, and nintendo but they had a larger my, lineup my man was like uh don't worry uh metro uh metroid prime is you know the one we hate that we didn't make but yeah. everybody liked it that <laughs> one's still being four. made by people that on ours that we still hate. Yeah, retro. Well, that will come out someday. Yeah, that'll come so, out never. Yeah, don't worry about it. Out. We're still working on that, but we uh, hate we hate that. By the way, did we mention we hate Metroid Prime? <laughs> we never liked those series because we didn't make them. So, um, that was cool. Um, mm-hmm. What else did they show Nintendo? They Some showed... Super Monkey Ball Banana Mania. No, nope, huh? don't care. Don't okay. Care. Never what about, about Mario Super... Golf Super Rush? Yes, all about. Mario Golf. It's coming this, the end of this month. Um, the it's last like a week one, away. The last one was what on the 3DS some I think years so. ago. Yeah, and I played a lot, a lot know. of that. Um, you can use your me. That'd be fun. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, you can. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so I will play that. You have a good list. Uh, they had WarioWare. Get it together. Don't care. Never cared for Wario. Okay. Games, How about Monster Hunter new- Stories Two? So, I played a lot of Monster Hunter stories. Okay. Uh, never beat it, though. But I think, this is controversial, oh, I think man. I like that version better than the regular Monster Hunter. The regular Monster <laughs> Hunter is, like, really involved, right? Like, uh-huh. if you, you got to dedicate your life a little bit and, and really focus to get what you can get out of, like, a, a Monster Hunter proper. Sure. But... Stories is like it takes a lot of the elements of that, you know, the the crafting and collecting and all this shit, but it also adds a weird sort of like Pokemon type collecting and raising and melding type shit that mm-hmm. I really appreciated, you know. But you can still craft armor from the shit you collect and wear it on your person and yeah, I thought it was very more easily digestible Monster Hunter. <laughs> a lot of people have said that. Um, and it's I mean, great. It's not like they cheap out on it. I mean, it's a proper... No, it looks fantastic. I don't think it's going anywhere. I think they'll keep these going. Mm-hmm. Um, they got everybody cornered with Monster Hunter. They got the whole market cornered. Whichever oh, yeah. style you prefer, they got Monster Hunter yeah, for you. World's leaving Game Pass. Like, buy it mm-hmm. now. But uh, yeah. Uh, they showed you off Shin Megami Tensei Five. I am so far removed from being interested in Shin Megami so, Tensei, but now what is Persona? 
So Persona is an offshoot okay, in the Shin Megami right. Tensei series, okay. which are all revolved around post-apocalyptic demon. Yes, I know that. Games. Yes. So um, this one. Yes. Well, I just noticed they never said SMT Persona. SMT right? four. Oh. No, this is not Persona. So SMT so four was on 3DS. Okay. SMT three, I think, so, was PS two, so, and then yeah, they go back so, to Super NES. Yeah. So for people listening, I'm not. I've never played that series. That's why. But I know they would always say Shin Megami Tensei Persona. Colon so Persona. Thought, yes. I yes. I always thought it was that was all that it ever was. I didn't know it was like properly this. And then that was a, so yeah. So Shin Megami watched, Tensei is the original, which was all about a post-apocalyptic game where you could combat or recruit demons. And the whole shtick yeah. was taking advantage of the demon's weakness. Now persona loosely does this, but it gets more uh, story heavy and it mm-hmm. gets more personal involvement heavy. Whereas Shin Megami Tensei was still more of the like, Lone survivor with the team, but you are recruiting and largely your team is this recruitment of demons and the various tactics you use to recruit these demons. Now, I've never played the game, but I understand that's like the big way it works. And in Persona, it's a little different because it's more story oriented and a little more simmy. You know know what really upset me the most about this was, you know, when people are talking Persona games... Mm-hmm. They make a point of saying the full name every single Shimigami time. Shimigami Tensei Persona. <laughs> yeah. You you have a bad habit of it. Other people do. But so if you say that name like three times in one sentence, you say the full name and it drives me up the wall. Not you per se, but I'm saying. Right. Uh, a person. It, it drives me up the wall. Just say Persona. But this doesn't have that. This is actually just that. So you have to say the name. Yeah, right. Time. Yeah, it's, it's I, I would say SMT5, but yes. A loophole. It's a loophole <laughs> to bug me. Um, but believe it or not, Fred, I I really dug the preview of this game. Like I really it found cool. myself really found myself going, hmm. That hmm, seems up your alley too. Like if you're a dick to a demon, it'll join you if it's the right yeah, kind of demon. Yeah. You can meld them and stuff. I'm like this might be up my I mean, alley. you would meld in Persona also, but I digress. Yes, but I never played this. But this looked pretty pretty good, man. I was like, I might be on board with this one. <laughs> and, then on we, board. and then we had uh, Ports of Palooza. So Danganronpa, the first three are coming as ports. Yeah. And then they take on the board game from three, from V3. Yeah, I have no idea what this game is. Uh, Danganronpa? They no, are, no um, these are the 999 games. These are the, uh, the, oh. the update to the, this is the same style of uh, visual novel slash murder mystery uh, that the 999 games were, the nonary games, but mm-hmm. uh, um, these are like an offshoot. They, they are not, sorry, let me rephrase that. They are not an offshoot. They are not connected to those games in any way, shape, or form. They are the same style. Mm-hmm. But these are their own games. But they are basically murder mystery hybrids with visual novels. All right. So um, they will be a complete collection with all four games, or you can buy them individually if you've played one, two, or V three on various platforms, such as I have all three of them on the Vita. So mm-hmm. there's a fourth game coming out individually, or you can buy the bundle. Um, Fatal Frame Maiden of the Black Water is Fatal Frame 5, which was on the Wii U, digital only. 
That's okay. coming out in 2021. The one thing that hasn't been answered, which I care about, is if this is a, a tangible form, I will buy it so I can have the cartridge. Mm-hmm. If this is digital only, I already own the Wii U digital version. I just fear that that shop's going to go down and my USB drive will someday die. And mm-hmm. so that's the difference. Okay. We'll see. Uh, it's also coming for PS4, though. Actually, if you want to know my my honest opinion, is to buy it on a different storefront where I trust, like PlayStation 4 or Xbox, where I trust the market more is probably where I'll buy it. And if it's mm-hmm. on Steam day one, like, no questions asked. Um, Advance Wars 1, to 1 Plus 2 Reboot Camp. So they're awesome. rebooting those. You're down for this? I love those games, yeah. Those games are great, but you're down for the reboot? Yeah, what do I care? It's called Reboot Camp. You gotta buy it just for the name. <laughs> I will tell you in advance, Jeff Gersman fucking hated that title. But- of course he does, because it's fun. <laughs> Why would he like it? Fair. Um, it is being done by Way Forward, and the uh, style, the aesthetics definitely reek of it um, in a good way. Um, so Way Forward's all over this, and uh, I think they'll do a good job. So, Yeah, I'm, I'm down for that. And then there was a bunch of fuck yous with um, Age of Calamity DLC, Skyward Sword HD. Mario they showed Pine. Breath of the Wild 2, <laughs> said they don't even have a title, and it's going to be next year. The one I wanted to ask you about was, how did you feel about that Game & Watch? It's 50 bucks. It gives you Link's Awakening. Yeah, it, it kind of piqued my interest a little. Right? If it's 50 else, bucks. It gave you Link's it. Awakening, Zelda 1, Zelda 2, and the Game & Watch version. Yeah. You know, it's funny because when you see the Zelda colors all on one thing, it's hideous. Yes. Right? The, the original It looks Zelda like a bad palette, sour apple sucker. Yeah, like green, like dark green. You know, it's like mud green and gold yeah. and yellows and reds. And you're like, ugh, browns. So when you see it all on one little thing, you're like, that is hideous. But as a collectible, like something to have, like it's kind of cool. So I don't know. Who knows? I might pick that up. Was it 50 bucks? 50 bucks. And it gives you, like I said, that's a good it's collection. Great. Like, yeah. think of the people who paid 50 bucks for the Super Mario Brothers the one. Mario they just one. gave you one. And this one you gives one. you Zelda, Zelda 2, Link's Awakening, the Game Boy version, and yeah. the Game & Watch title Vermin. Like, that's a good character. Or, good character. Good combination. Yes. I, I yeah. thought it was a killer bundle. I I said the back end of the Nintendo thing was a fuck you to everybody. It was a fuck you to everyone who was a Zelda fan. And it was a fuck you to the people who bought the game and watch. Remember also, at any given time, you can pause it and turn on the watch function or whatever. And mm-hmm. it'll tell you the time on your screen mm-hmm. in like the middle of the Zelda map or whatever, which was kind of cool. Yeah. So I mean, yeah. I mean, I don't know how I was a nephew to Zelda fans. I mean, listen, they're working on two. No, no, no. Breath of the Wild 2 and then the rest of these was an FU to Zelda fans. The Game & Watch one was actually a, this is decent Zelda fans, but it was an FU to all the people who bought the Super Mario Brothers one because they spent the same amount of money and got considerably less. Yeah. In my opinion. I think Zelda, Zelda 2, and Link's Awakening is a way more playable and way more valuable trio, right? Like... <laughs> I mean, people spent 60 bucks on that Link's Awakening Switch version, and it's enhanced and whatever, but... I did. In the Amiibo. There you go. I bought the whole See, package, so and then you... I traded it in. Yeah, there you go. There you Except go. The Amiibo. But 
But that was E3. There's a lot of random yeah, little things, but uh, but yeah, I mean, all in all, like, it wasn't bad this year, but uh, I'm curious to see what Sony's going to bring. And then, of course, EA, which don't expect too much, but EA's got their thing in July. We'll see what Sony does this summer. Um, mm-hmm. I think Sony's biggest problem is that a lot of things are delayed right now. And yeah. so... I'm with them if they are like, we don't want to, you know, show anything off. Now, one thing I wanted to ask you real quick, and then we'll we'll wrap this up, um, is Sony did make two new announcements, and they made several announcements that have people a little nervous from a PS5 standpoint, although this sounds like something that won't bother you, is they did announce that um, Dark Souls... Re- uh, somebody found out that Dark Souls Remastered is going to mm-hmm. get... Oh, sorry, Dark Souls. Demon Souls Remastered right. has plans to come to PS4, and it's basically all but confirmed. And they also said that um, they're going to release Godfall on PS4, which is a joke of a PS5 exclusive, but it is an exclusive nonetheless. This mm-hmm. leaves the number of exclusives that are available only on the PlayStation 5 to one game, which I've been playing, which is Ratchet & Clank. Mm-hmm. And nothing in the future. God of War Ragnarok has been confirmed for PS4. So has Forbidden West. Nothing first party in the future is going to be exclusive to PS5 at this time. That has people very wary that, like, I mean, there's almost no reason to get a PS4 or PS5. Other than, like, the enhancements, obviously. But also, like, I'm of, from a business perspective, I'm like, well you can't get enough PS5s in people's hands and you've got this massive market that's just left hanging. I think it's a good thing Sony's bringing them to PS4, but I'm curious your thoughts. Um, yeah, I mean, to me, well, first of all, Demon Souls. I mean, I, who's getting butthurt about that? It's a lot like, of people somehow. Why? Why? I, I've this, already played the same yeah, people you're, played you're playing it for yeah dogging on years. for other things, but yeah, yeah, it was been playing that for ten years already. So, like, I get it that it got enhanced. It was PS. Now you can say it's on PS3, PS4, and PS5, right? Yeah. So I mean, who I don't care about that. Um, the Ragnarok one I didn't know about. I mean, that's you know. Well, they had to announce it's something. delayed till like next holiday or something. And so, because of that, they wanted to also announce it's coming to PS4. I am a very small, like, I'm a a niche case because my PS4 has always been so broken (laughs) and riddled with bugs that, to me... No, fixed trees. Thanks to you, it's fixed. It's sort of fixed. It still, it has its issues. But, um, so to me, going to a PS5, for me, merely... It's so different than me getting a PS Pro. It's like, I just need a new PlayStation because this one's like failing quick. So to me, mine's more of like an upgrade than I'm getting it for like exclusive games. You know what I mean? Like mine is like... And that's exactly uh, how I felt, yeah. Mine is like a quality of life decision, not like exclusive games decision. Right. And it's it's unfortunate for those that think it is, but... I mean, you gotta, hell, even you the, gotta even understand the, where they're coming from. Either way, even the Series X really is a quality of life upgrade. Sure, moreover than a game. I bought upgrade. both of those, and I've been very forthcoming about the fact that I bought both of those solely, pretty much for the benefit 
of sure new games, but upgrading the existing games. Mm-hmm. So, but there you go, man. So, uh, yeah. So that's E three. E three in a nutshell. Very good. See you next year. Yeah, exactly. See, we can do it in an hour. Um, no, what no uh, what you been playing, man? All right, not much, not much, really. Okay. Um, listen, Fred. You know, we talked last week about how uh, Car Mechanic Simulator has had has its uh, <laughs> ugly hooks in me. Please, please, CMS. But yes. Um, so, do you know how you know when you slipped really deep into it? Where do you visit? Uh, where do you start frequent frequenting when you slip into a game over you, like too deep? You're in deep water. Where do you? How do you know you've hit that? point where do you visit do you know Duh, no you hit the car mechanic simulator subreddit all right oh that's jesus you know. okay yeah no you that's, yeah okay <laughs> that's how you know that you know you're seeking it's gone too far <laughs> so um yeah i've that game i am still a week later fred uh Pretty much every, I've been losing sleep. Holy shit! Uh, because, um, I play. I sat. I sit down, right, and I'm playing the game at like nine. You know, I tuck my kids in. I kiss my wife. <laughs> I say good night. She's going to bed, and I put my feet up at nine, and then my eyes are blurry, and it's midnight. Damn. <laughs> And I got to get up at like, you know, six or whatever. So time I like get everything shut down and go, to, I'm getting like five and a half hours sleep. And it's like, <laughs> I've done it all week, Fred. Just That's brutal, one more thing. One, uh, you know what? I Let me, let, it's, you know, it's, it's like one of those games. It's like, you know what? Let me do this one thing. I just got to, let more me thing. swap. Yes. Let me swap this out. And then, well, wait, well, this guy just needs breaks. Um, and, <laughs> I'm 200 points away from my next level. And so let me. You'd be a fool yeah, not to take advantage. That, that has been my week. I downloaded the game, Fred. So I've been streaming it, right? Mm-hmm. And, you know, they give you the ability to download it. It it speeds up the, the booting up a little faster. And if there are any graphical fidelity things, you know, downloading it helps, you know, with that. Sure. Um so I downloaded it. I did the the save swap. I know how to do that now from your the cloud. You know, uploading your PS now to the cloud and then mm-hmm. back into your system. And um, I still have not opened my paint shop. Um, so <laughs> so I found a flaw in that game, right? And from from the subreddits I've read, Fred, Fred uh-huh. uh, this persisted all the way in in uh. CMS 2015. So this uh, this is 18 technically this is the uh, thing. when I'm playing. Yeah, yeah. you are. And that, uh, is, yeah. that is the way they do the leveling. So the way they do the leveling is you have this sort of tree that goes like left to right, right? And you get a point, you know, there's little landmarks that says, you know, like your next point, your next level will be at like 8,000 experience points. And when you get that, you know, your next level is at, you know, 8,700 points and, and whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, and you get a point and you can spend that point and 
you know, none of the things cost more than a point, but the way they do it is is a bar at the bottom. And the bar has numbers on it, 5, 10, 15, 20, 25, 30. Those represent points. So along the line, the tree only opens up when you hit that many points. So you could have, like me, like the next things that uh, open up, I think, are at level 25. Mm -hmm. And I'm at like level 22. So basically, I can't unlock nothing further. Basically, every point I get, it just forces you basically to fill in your whole tree. There's no real choice. It's just like, just fill it all in as you go. Because the time it lets you, like it gates you before you can move on anyways. It's not like you can just take welding or whatever it is or fixing a part and right, you can't go like all the way through that tree. Something. Yes, yeah. it's basically just fill. Eventually, you're going to have every single thing. Because mm-hmm. they kind of stop you at some point they, before you, you know. And the problem is there's 50 levels, I guess, right? On the tree. Okay. You can see ahead. Uh, the paint shop is level 30. But as you can tell, as much as I, I've played mm-hmm. and I'm only, I'm level 22 or 23, that, you know, the real fun of that game is also restoring shitty cars that you buy from auction or you find in a junkyard. Right. But yet I can't fully restore them because I can't paint them and I can't fix the frame because you don't unlock the welder either until you hit level 30. So they basically kind of put the fun thing at the end of the game. <laughs> like it's almost like by the time you get there, do. yeah, you've done everything. And it's like, yeah, it's weird. You think they would have put that a little earlier in, and I guess it was the same way in 2015. So I was like, "Hmm, they never really fixed that." So it's like, fixed. It's not broken. What are you talking about, bro? I don't know, but it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter, Fred, because I just doesn't it. All I do. You should see how fast. I might as well work for NASCAR. You should see how fast <laughs> I fucking change brakes now. I think, you know, I made the joke last week. I That's think impressive. I really can change my cars' brakes. I was if about I to lift, say, like, you are you sound there. If I had I'm a lift honest. In, my, in my garage, I think I could figure out brakes, brake pads, and, you know. Yeah. <laughs> I really do. I mean, it's funny because now I'm actually taking engines out, Fred, and I'm breaking down the whole engine on the, on the, on the, the uh, crane mm-hmm. and rebuilding them back up. I got a car from the junkyard that day. It was like... It's basically like a knockoff muscle car. I forget what it's called. It's called like a Chieftain or some bullshit, but it's like a Mustang, you know, whatever it is. And it's like, I bought it without thinking. Like, I just bought it because it was cheap. And so I went, opened up the thing to look at the engine when I got it back to the garage. And literally everything was gone except for the block. (laughs) Like a rusted block. And I'm like, so basically you just got to buy everything new. Um, yeah. so what I do like is you take the block out, you have it on the little thing and I can repair shit now. So like, I can like fix that block, make it all cr- shiny and chrome. And then, um, what you could do is when you, you toggle on the, like add parts, uh, it kind of ghosts parts on the block. So you can see where stuff goes and what you need. And if you highlight it, it tells you what it is, what part number and stuff. Mm-hmm. And then you can just tag it, and it puts it in your shopping list. 
So you can just, and obviously it only will highlight what you can build at the time. So once you put those on, then it highlights the new stuff that would go on top of that, like, you know, belts or covers or, you right. know. So, yeah. So I, I built this nice engine from the ground up, Fred, and put Dope. it in this piece of shit rusted. <laughs> there is nothing. It, the car's unrivaled, uh-huh. but it has this beautiful muscle engine, like, fucking right. sticking out. It's awesome. It's like um, in the Fast and Furious movies where they put that, like, yes. rocket pack yes. on the fucking so um, i shoved it back in my garage so just sitting in my garage and uh eventually someday when i can because you can resell them right that's the whole thing you restore them and you you know you up the value and you can sell them um but you need the the welding set to fix the frame uh to get it 100 percent. same with the paint and then because we obviously you sell a car for 100 percent, it's you get some good bank um oh, yeah you and, do i can't do it um but still playing that game. And I love the story missions. There's like story um, jobs you take. And what I like is a repeat customers. So like this threads, like that dude that I put rims on. Cause he was a, a video game of the sad racing. <laughs> yeah. Like he brought his car back. He's like, oh, I'm back. He's like, yeah, I don't know, man. He's like, something wrong with this guy. There's something wrong with the engine. And when you gave it to him last time, it was like, used but it was like new he just wanted new rims mm-hmm. and uh he gives it back to you this time the whole entire car is trashed the engine shit so he's done something he, yeah he's because uh, he doesn't know what he's doing so it's like he had to rebuild this whole car uh there's another story thread with uh, a married couple and it's this pink sports car <laughs> and like <laughs> he when he brings in it's like it's very 80s like male chauvinistic like he's like a rich guy he, he's buying his wife like a car and she keeps wrecking it because she's a woman. She's a just a dumb woman. Kate doesn't know how to drive or take care of a car. Damn straight. Very, it reminds me very eighties. That was a big thing in the eighties mm-hmm. movies. That, you know, women drivers. Women, yeah. Women drive, yeah. So it's just funny that she keeps bringing this car back and it's broken. <laughs> Every time the suspension's wrecked or something and you know, it's, Oh, they're fighting and he, my husband did something to the car this time. I don't know. It's fun. Um, Still playing that relentlessly, Fred. Relentless. Uh, might be the greatest thing I've ever played. I just keep playing it. I can't. <laughs> I just keep fixing it. I told you there's something about making shit shiny and new that taps into a part of me that's like, it's very um, cathartic. It's very like sitting there and you're just focused on one thing. And I don't know. I can't explain it. Enjoy it immensely. Um, and then the other thing, Fred, I, I sent you a, a picture is I, I picked up Game Builder Garage on the Switch. Oh, um, yes. Yes, I saw so, this. You know, I swung by a Target. I had to do some shopping, and they had two of them left. I don't know if you shop at Target, but they always have the one that's locked in the display case, yep. right? Like they just, And then there was one laying down behind it, you know, like it had been ransacked, and there was one lone survivor laying in there. And uh, so I was like, you know what? Let me let me pick that up. I'm here. I have my Target twenty dollar card. I'll pay twenty bucks for that thing. So I got it, and it rang up for thirty bucks. So it must have been on sale. Plus, so it cost me ten bucks. As you had said, card. yeah, and I said it was sold out at my Target. I was in uh, Target when you sent that to me, so it was sold out. I went and checked. I am three lessons into that game because that's not do you call it a game or or program or an application? What, what sure. do you actually? Would call I would call it an app, app, but yeah. So. um I'm, 
it's broken down into six lessons. And each one is a more complicated game, and they walk you through the steps on how to, how to make it. Um, and then, obviously, it has a, a Mario Maker sort of like level upload and download from you know other creators, mm-hmm. which I haven't even looked at because if there's one thing I've learned from Little Big Planet, my time with Little, don't look at other people's shit yet, <laughs> because you would just be like, oh. I don't know. I yeah. I don't know what I'm doing at all. Um, so I'm going through the lessons, and I'm on the third lessons, which is a which is a shoot 'em up, the side scrolling shoot 'em up. Nice. Um, yeah, that shit, Fred, gets real very quick. I don't care how cute it is. Where they gave so all the little programs are called nodons, mm-hmm. like the things you call up that do, and they have little faces on them. And for every note on, it has its own personality and name. It's very Nintendo, very cute. <laughs> they talk to each other. They have funny quips. I see with you. Um, that shit gets nuts. The second, <laughs> and, and especially for someone like me who's playing it on like breaks at work. You know what I'm saying? Like I'm playing it in like 30 minute, 25 minute doses. Right. And quite honestly, like. The the lessons will tell you like when you flip in through the the six games and when you hover over each one it goes this lesson will be a half an hour for the first one the second one is like this one should take sixty minutes you know what I mean they keep upping right it's they like, up the ante and get a little more in depth in which depth. takes and longer so, obviously so when I have a half an hour to whack or I'm trying to play it before bed and as I'm dozing off. And these little things are like, and they're doing complex, like fucking calculations on Z and Y axes and shit. I'm just like, I don't. You're like, okay, guys. Yeah. Okay. I'm going to bed. Um, The first game they they let you build is sort of like a simple two characters playing tag Mm -hmm. with like some basic platforms. And when you tag the other person, they, they blow up and then they reset and they just, they show you how you're tying like your joysticks to the character for the left and right movement and the jump and the buttons and then how you make one character destructive and one destructible. And then you kind of teach the game when, you know, you touch run into this thing, this is what happens. So it's very, you know, stacking things and connecting little strings to things. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. To make a beautiful mess at the end, you know, they zoom <laughs> out at the end and show you a little programming like Jesus Christ, you know, um, this, and then the second lesson, Fred, they like, they, they jump in. They're just like, here you go. This game uses full tilt controls and they, and you make a top down, like one of those, like rolling a marble through a maze, collecting things. And so, yeah, they get into the whole Z Y axis and the tilt controls and fucking all that, man. And it's like, it's a lot. It's a lot. <laughs> they lose me a little with the yeah, It Sounds game. like it um, sounds intense. And so now the third one with the and then they also do the um, they show you how to make a scoreboard that like counts down as you collect these apples with the ball. And when you hit a certain when you hit zero, you collect them all like confetti pops. You know what I mean? Like it's like you won. But mm-hmm. fuck, <laughs> you're getting into uh, calculator nodons with uh, constant number output nodons, <laughs> and the ones 
greater than the other type calculations and this and that. Like, this is starting yeah, to sound like my lab system. Yes, and some of the nodons have more than one connection. You know there what I mean? Like yeah, the, links. This is, this is the input number. This is the the lower number, and then this is where the output goes to the the number display. <laughs> like, it gets it's real man i was like i had to redo some as you do the main game lessons it unlocks these little tutorial lessons that you can go back to they're like more bite-sized so if you Mm -hmm. need to go back and and sort of refresh yourself you can just you don't have to go back through the game tutorial you can go to these little side ones Um, and then when you finish a game before you can go on to the next game um, they give you like five trial courses, which are basically puzzles where they give you like, here's a guy and there's an apple on the other side of the wall. And they let you play with the, the programs in the background to figure out how to get that apple to you or uh, whatever the situation is. If you learn teleporting, right. like how to, you know, and a lot of it is uh, in the early lessons, stuff that's solid invisible and movable you know what i mean like yeah there's a lot of shit going on man but it's interesting no right? i i know what you mean you're talking about tangible sorry i i didn't yes. mean to be quiet for a second but no uh, no no but yeah. it's like you know it's like oh this falls through the ground because you <laughs> is you know there's gravity but you've made it that you know that the floor is not solid but this thing is it's crazy is <laughs> There's a lot. Um, Sounds so intense, my, honestly. Like, there is, and there's like six games. I think I'm on the. I'm just at the third one, and they're already losing me a little bit. Oh and shit! Then <laughs> I've been so if you so so I watched some videos on people. Of course, the first few hours of things out there's like people making like full games. Someone made like oh, of uh, course. Someone made like a full like 3D Sonic world running. <laughs> collecting rings and bananas and then someone else made a working um nintendogs there you go like literally a room with a dog running around and you can throw a ball and it fetches it for you and brings it back like it's what what is going on like what are you (laughs) and what i what exactly are you doing and what well that's what's great is you can look at their program they let you go behind you can't change it but you can see what they did and holy fuck you like yeah you didn't learn this by doing the six tutorials (laughs) you fucking program games you know what i mean like yeah of course yeah this this spider web world of nodons you have connected like the guy who's created the calculator in little big planet yeah it's like yeah that's not normal shit so that's why i'm like don't look at this stuff before you make your little guy running back and forth and proud of yourself. <laughs> you should be proud of yourself for that. Don't let don't let these devs scare you off. So really that's that's all I've been fooling with. And uh it's a very interesting little thing that they would put out. You know what I mean? And and it's gonna be very interesting to see what mm-hmm. people crank it out on even now I haven't looked like in the last few days what people have been cranking out, but they've been making some f- cool shit. <laughs> that you can play you know yeah some fun, some fun stuff so yeah it's neat that's really all i've done but you interested in anything like that does that does stuff like that even 
um, grab your attention or from a challenge standpoint i am i don't think i would do much with it but i mean there you know there's the challenge of getting coding to work i'd almost like to see somebody else's work and help them fix it i i guess mm. that's more my speed and that makes sense because that's kind of my job now is to take right. existing instrumentation and interfaces and things like that or, or different systems and figure out the solution to fixing what's breaking. But I've always been kind of like that. I, I Who knows? Maybe I would have been good as like a – not a QA person, but the person who fixes what QA finds. Right. But, but that's all I've done, man. Yeah. That's yeah, a about- decent amount. Sounds intense. <laughs> if I'm being honest. Uh, yeah, I guess it is. But uh, I've been I've been creating some nodes. I've been uh, linking some things just in a different way. Oh yeah. Um, yeah, I uh, I completed the original Mass Effect. Okay. This That's time good. with a male Shep for the first time. I, uh, yeah, you know what? Things escalate quickly in that game. <laughs> you go from being fine and then you go to Ilos and it, that that's the end game. Like, mm. I they don't make it that clear, right? Because they didn't back in 2007. They mm. don't go like, look, Shepard, like, th- fucker, like, after this ends, there's going to be credits and you can't go anywhere after this. So, like, if you got to wrap shit up, like... Wrap it. Yeah, wrap it up. Like, there's a scene where before you go to do it, you know, the chief asks you, are you sure? But, like, he doesn't make it clear that it, we're, we're going into the end game after that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, like, it's like, it's like, Shepard, you're about to embark on the mission that will be three hours long, and then at the end of it, you're done with the game. Mm-hmm. And then when you get done, there is no like loading back in, right? Like all you can do is reload into the autosave that's the Saren fight, or you can load into anything you've saved up to that point. Um, but uh, I had done most of the side missions. Um, I was missing a couple of elements on that mission. There's like a mission mm-hmm. where you have to find a bunch of elements. I was right. missing a couple of those. And I was missing the Solarian stuff. I missed like one Solarian thing, but I'd found the other ones. I found the Turian stuff and the Asari stuff. So I forget about all that stuff, boy. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah. And I made some different decisions uh, this time. Uh, I did let the Arachni live again, which I just. Okay. They talked me into it. I couldn't like dispose of them again um this time around though caden survives not ash mm-hmm. so um i the, used to yeah the arachni mm-hmm. i can't remember now i mean it's an old game for anybody does that do they come back later on and say they're like yes. they took over and stuff well no so those live? are the spider demons that took uh, spider demons spider aliens spider like aliens they can take over your mind and the krogan wiped them out um to extinction right and you now find out that they found an egg that was preserved for a thousand years and they're bringing it back to life right i remember that i remember you talked to the queen and stuff yeah and so the queen convinces you and goes look what's out there right now you need to eliminate those were bred for killing from day Mm -hmm. one but we as a species are not bred for killing day one and you should let us live. 
And if you let them live, that comes back in Mass Effect 3, where you will okay. revisit this Rachni queen. Sorry, I said Arachni. It's Rachni. Um, yeah, but they're, they're, they're spiders. Um, and so you'll see the Rachni queen again in That's uh, right. 3. But that was one of the criticisms against 3, because if you eliminated the Rachni, somehow you still get some interaction with the queen. <laughs> so somehow oh, they still lived yeah. on. Yeah, okay. That was one of those things that pissed off people. Um, the yeah, same thing's yeah. true of the Rex decision. So I'm kind of spoiling a little bit of Mass Effect 1. So. Well, listen, I mean... But yeah, there was the Rex decision where you suddenly are talking to Rex and you find out that Saren has been making uh, Krogan slaves and they've got a, 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 a cure for the genophage. That's which right. Which will prevent Krogan's from not being able to reproduce or will will reinstate Krogan's, the ability to reproduce. Yes. And um, Rex is really adamant about this as he should be. Mm-hmm. And you have to convince him not to be okay with this and mm-hmm. not to worry about the genophage cure. And if you make the wrong decisions, Rex dies. Um, I made the right decisions. Rex lived again. I always wanted Rex to live. I yes. also am aware that in Mass Effect 3, when you go back to see the Krogan Empire... He's, he's like the... He will be, but if he's not, they just put a generic uh, replacement for him that looks, talks, walks, and acts the same, but, which pissed a lot of so, people off for understandable so, reasons, so that's why I let Rex live. So I can't remember, though. Are they? It's not a decision where you can... Uh, like reverse that right it's just you're talking him out of it but you can't you're talking him into helping you fight and and not preserving the cure for the uh genophage and if he and he turns on you and he goes i can't let you do it and you guys come to guns you guys draw guns Mm. and so there are two states you either convince him to do it with you and then you guys go in and do it together or you kill him and you do it anyway And so this is one of those things where, in hindsight, people got pissed off because they were like, well, that's not really a conflict then. And on top of that, later on in the game, in in Mass Effect 3, you either get Rex or you get some clone of Rex. So you kind of like nullified the whole purpose of that conflict. But I will say, back when I played Mass Effect 1, back when there was no sequels, that Mm -hmm. was some serious shit to suddenly, potentially, and in many cases people did, lose rex mm. like that was a problem that, that was a deal I, I don't think i ever lost them when i played all the times i played i think it well, always depends kept... on what you focus on i always focus on dialogue options you so do. like that's a big yep, deal me for me and you can talk him out of it with either intimidation or with charm so okay. you can paragon it or you can renegade it and he ends up living anyway no. um so i did all that got to the end beat it um, the, if you if you you probably don't remember this because I don't even know if we talked about it, but when I played through the original Mass Effect, I went way stealthy and way power oriented, and a lot of that doesn't mean dick on Saren. And so mm-hmm. this time around, um, I didn't plan for this, but it just was how I was. I built up guns a lot more, knowing mm-hmm. that the franchise would go into a shooter future mm-hmm. and um saren was a cakewalk yeah because um i'm running around with caden who's got a lot of biotics and so he's not as helpful in that fight 
but I've got Garrus, who's just a assault motherfucker. Like he is an assault rifle, sniper rifle boss. Yes. Yeah. And then I'm rocking, because um, I think I'm with you, I'm Vanguard. So I'm rocking pistols and shoddies. And he doesn't stand a chance. Yeah. Like are you just uh, lifting and throwing people? Did you get into that at all? Oh yeah, yeah. I got I specifically got into lifting and throwing. Yeah, uh, I didn't get any of the achievements for all the other fun stuff. I focused on lifting and throwing. So everybody gets lifted in the air and then blasted in the face. It's pretty good, right? Yes, yeah, good times. It's really good times. <laughs> Feels great. Uh, people hide uh, behind cover. You just lift them out. I'll of be there. carrying that into the sequel. Is what I'll say. Um, yeah, it's good when it's a tough person and you can lift them, and then you have your other teammates focus like their assault power on them. Yeah, the you can basically and lift them up and just run away. Your teammates will clean them up. Yeah, it's good. So um, I also made a different decision this time. So in the original game, because remember, I just played it to play it. I played it and I focused everything on Sovereign. There's a decision at the end. This is something that's kind of arbitrary that Mass Effect does that I don't mind, but a lot of people get annoyed by, which is you get these weird three-way discussions. And so you're you're tempted at the end there. Do you either save the council? Do you sacrifice the council? Or do you focus on Sovereign? And see, the weird thing there is that Caden... And if you had Ash or whoever else, they would be of one side. They would be like, you need to save the council. Mm. Or no, he says the council's worth saving, but sovereigns are priority. And then Garrus goes, fuck the council. Yes. The sovereigns are priority. So I guess it's maybe the teammates I have, but everybody's like, you need to kill sovereign. See, I know now in hindsight the sovereign dies no matter what you pick Mm -hmm. and so if you pick to go with sovereign you sacrifice the council without knowing you're sacrificing them right whereas if you pick Mm -hmm. to sacrifice them then you're just seen as like a bitter bastard in the sequel yeah for like making the tough call where you're like i don't give a fuck what happens (laughs) just kill the count fuck the council like whatever you do don't save them and then just do what you do and -hmm. then if you go to save the council so this time around i knew to say the council um and i'm just curious to see how it changes because i remember that being a chip on my shoulder through all of two was they were like and you're the <laughs> and you're the son of a bitch you sacrificed the council yeah right and i think i always save them so i always sacrifice them and the humans take over the council yeah see i and that pisses I always, a lot of people off so i'm curious to see how my mass effect 2 play will be now that i, I save the I council I always played my shepherd like tough with people that were like, like assholes to him. But he, but I always did like what the right you, thing, like the right like the, thing that you're supposed to do. Well, but going after know. sovereign is actually more it important. It is, but but saving, yeah, when you saving. know that it works either way, mm-hmm. and you played through Mass Effect one multiple times. Yeah. If you had made the sovereign choice, you would have at least had the hindsight to go, mm-hmm. okay, second time through, I'm going to go save the council. And it becomes like revisionist history almost to a certain extent. So I don't see why you wouldn't save the council if you've never played the game. But anyway, mm-hmm. got through it. Took me about 30 hours. So I'm a little longer than most, but I completed almost every mission. So like I completed every mission I could complete. Mm-hmm. There was just like two missions of collectible stuff. And I'm like, I'm on the legendary edition, so there's only 30 levels for the whole trilogy, and I'm already on like level like 23. 
Like it's gonna be a joke. I'm gonna max out my character yeah. by midway through Mass Effect two. Yeah. But, I don't know if I like that. I don't know if I like that or not, but Yeah, I mean I think I can go back and change it, but it won't really yeah. matter. Um Yeah. Hey, so. might as well play through it and have fun. Yeah, go so I'm gonna take story. a break before going into Mass Effect two. So um Start Far Cry Primal. I'll talk about that a little more later because I'm only an hour in, so I really okay. want to give it some time. Um, yeah. Let's see. Tunic? Do you remember Tunic? That was that Foxy um, oh, Fox. oh. Legend of Zelda game? Yeah. There's a demo now on Xbox. Okay. So you can go it's like play isometric key looking overhead. Isometric, oh, hack and slash, Zelda-esque. Yeah, that look cute. Yeah, so here's the, the catch that will probably... People will struggle with the demo at least. So when you get in there, it goes, hey, this is your demo, and it's a mode. Basically, the phrasing is not clear, but they make it sound like this is an extra mode. So you're playing like an alternative way to play the game, which leads me to believe there's a campaign version that's more akin to Legend of Zelda. The only reason I'm pointing that out is to make people aware of that and to watch for reviews whenever this comes out, which it's not that close to coming out. You should know. I still think this game's two years away. Is kind of how it sounds. Mm. Um, yeah, real conservative. And this game's been in development for like a decade. It's only one person, but still, it's been forever. Yeah. And I got to be honest, this is not a strong first showing. Um, hey, man. After, after game build the garage, man, I I'll give it up to him. <laughs> there you go. Actually, there you go. So <laughs> here's what uh, I'll just come out and say it. It's a Souls-esque Okay. You play, when you die, you get dropped out at the beginning. You have to get back to where your soul is. There are mm-hmm. torches in the dungeons where you can light them, and then you respawn there. Um, fine, actually. I I tend to, even though I've not played a whole lot of Soulsborne games, I tend to enjoy the mechanic. That mechanic of dying and getting back to your original spot. Where this game misses, one, the things you're collecting are gems that you don't have the upgrade path, so you don't value them at all. And when you die in this demo, who cares? Because they mean nothing. And you never get to a spot where you can use them or make use of them. Um, The second thing is the combat is not tight like Souls. It's a little on the clumsy side. Uh, Mm. Hit detection could use some work. The dodge and stamina mechanic could use some massive work. And the block mechanic has some issues. And they're all independent button presses that are kind of timing intensive. And the enemy design is a little shitty too. Like with every enemy being way faster than you. And with certain enemies just being a game of attrition. And various other things. Mm -hmm. Like it would be a better suited Souls game if it worked harder to be a Souls game, but I don't think that's what this game's trying to be, and therefore I think it's a bad demo and it's a bad example of it. Um, it left a bad taste in my mouth, and I beat it. I beat it, and yeah. it took me about 45 minutes. Died a few okay. times. I beat it. I beat the the whole thing, overworld map, demo, extra... Yeah, I went up the hill and went to the right. Those of you who have played it know what I'm talking about and got to that area. Um, And then I did the dungeon and everything. Got everything you could get. And in the end, I was like, "Mm, hopefully that's not the main game. They they make it sound like it's not the main game. If it is, if it's not, I, I would look forward to playing Tunic depending on the price point. But that's the other problem is I think you're gonna have to price this pretty light. 
The problem right. they ran into was Soulsborne games became way more crafty since this game was first announced, which was like right around the time I believe Demon Souls was really? announced or the original Dark Souls. Yeah, it was like 2013. It was either 2010 or 2013. I don't remember which was wow. the first time this was shown off. This game's been in development forever. And on top of that, uh, Zelda 3 likes have become quite abundant as well. Mm. There have been lots of clones of that as well and re-releases and whatnot. So that's the downside. This game was a ridiculously awesome concept we couldn't wait to see, and it's been in development hell for so long that I don't know if it's relevant anymore now right. and even less so when it finally comes out and this game is nowhere near ready. Ah, uh, that's a shame. Yeah, it is a shame, honestly. I hope I'm wrong. I want, mm -hmm. for the record, I want to be wrong. Yeah, I mean, you know, when you, I think gamers at large are more forgiving than we give them credit for because you that's spend fair. a lot of time on Twitter and shit True. where everybody's just shitty. So, you know, I mean, people, I think gamers do take into account development, develop, they're smart enough to know like, oh, one dude's working on this. Yeah. And I think enough people will appreciate that and give that guy some love and, and the benefit of the doubt. You know, if it's, if it's not a good game, it's, it's not. And that will just work itself out on its own. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. But I, but I think. People who know who the what this game is, mm -hmm. I think they at least give it a chance, knowing its pedigree, like knowing, you know, like how tough it's it is to make a game, especially yeah. by yourself. So yeah, I'll give it credit. You know. And like if uh, the aesthetics I haven't talked about, which are actually the the aesthetics and sound design, especially the music, are a big part of this game. And yeah, I like the, the reason I didn't discuss it is because everyone's kind of seen it at this point. Like Tunic mm -hmm. is not a new concept. And so if you haven't seen it, definitely check it out. And if you have an Xbox, definitely go grab that demo and check it out. Trees, I'd, I'd kind of be curious if you've got time to see what you think of it. Um, if you get around to uh, just giving it a go. Right. I'd like to see what your your thoughts on it are. So Okay. But um, but yeah, all in all, uh, it's it's a demo I've been waiting literally years for. So mm -hmm. I was pleased yeah. to finally be able to have something that's playable. But it also, and Austin, I think, was the one who put it best. He was like, this is one of those unfortunate cases where you see why demos are a detriment rather than a, a benefit. Right. Because I think if this demo didn't exist, a lot of people would have just blindly purchased this, and hopefully they still do. And um, whether it is this game as the main game or not, people will just have it in their library and be happy to do it and have experienced it, even if they don't engage with it much. But Right, right. Um, so yeah, so that's Tunic. And then the last thing I've been playing, uh, just cause I haven't had a lot of time, uh, was, um, Ratchet and Clank. So I did start playing a Rift Apart. Um, and it's, it's what you would expect. That game is gorgeous. That game performs fantastically. Uh, that game makes a, makes me put a smile on my face every time I'm playing it. It's a lot of fun. Full disclosure. I don't know if I would even say full disclosure. Just so you know, I played the mm -hmm. four games on the PS3 and adored all of them. I did not get a chance to play the 2016, basically, remake. And I have not played the original three games on the PlayStation 2. Um, 
maybe it was like it was technically four games because the fourth game was on PSP and PS2 uh, and got a PS3 HD version, which is what I have. Um, I haven't played those, but I played all the PS3 games and I liked all of them, all four of them. Uh, the, the uh, what was it? Uh, Quest for Booty. Um, <laughs> there was a crack in time, but it was going to originally be called Clock Blockers. There was uh, yes. the original one, and then there was that fourth one. Yeah, there were all these fun ones. Yeah, there were. So, and then again, that that goes all the way back to the original with like size matters and up your arsenal and stuff like that. Like they're they're yeah. always having fun with those names. Um, so this one is great. Uh, it's uh, you know originally Ratchet was the only Lombax in known history, but he was always trying to find his fan his planet. Right. And so there's now a female Lon- Lom- uh, Lombax. Played by the uh, the tremendous voice actress Jennifer Hale, kudos mm-hmm. to her bringing it back uh, to Mass Effect. Um, she's Fem Shep, and um, and it's just got it's got ray tracing with real time reflections, beautiful lighting. Just it's a it is truly the mm-hmm. the definitive Pixar movie come to life. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> what I will say, but I'm very early in. I'm at, according to the game, I'm ten percent in, and I'm at two hours. Right, so that's twenty percent, or it's twenty hours, basically. Mm-hmm. Uh, if you if you follow this to its natural right. conclusion, and um, it's a, it's an open worldy kind of game, which I didn't expect. It's very open worldy. There are like offshoots you can do, side missions and stuff. Um, that I wouldn't call them side missions as much as side collectibles you can find in various areas that you don't have to engage with, which I've engaged a lot with. Um, game performs like a dream has a lot of fun with the dual sense five, like, um, with certain sounds, certain vibrations. And then the fact that the triggers have like haptic feedback. So like all your guns have, like, if you light pull on the trigger, it does one thing. If you heavy pull on the trigger, it does oh, another thing. That's cool. Yeah. So there's a lot of that going on. Um, and then the the one thing I will say, and I wouldn't say it's a detriment, the one thing that was surprising to me, and I'm like, oh, this isn't quite as cool as I thought, is so far the portals, the rifts, yeah, just bring you to the same area of, the, uh, basically a different part of the area you're, you're already in. Hmm. Right? As like you right- can zap up to a ledge as opposed as- to... Well, as of right now. We'll as say, of right now. Right? Now, like, I've we seen don't some know hints. It's crazy. There was one little trick that was done, and this is definitely like PS5 only. I can stand by this. There was one trick where you were fighting a boss, and all of a sudden you're pulled into another dimension. So you, you're dropped into a whole new arena level, everything, and there's no loading whatsoever. It just zaps into it. Cool. And that was cool. And you fight, you continue to fight the boss, and then when you get his health down enough, you get zapped into another portal where you're into a, a third place. And so they do some cool stuff like that. Um, so, and hopefully they do even crazier with that. Uh, right. Logic would dictate that they will. I just haven't seen it yet. So, but, and for those who have played the game, I've done the, uh, the opening area and then became the female Lombax. Uh, I, I'm I'm blanking on her name right now, but and right. I've done part of her area. So, like I said, uh, about I, I don't remember. I was 10% through when I first started up today and played for another like 30 minutes. So I'm probably maybe closer to 12 or 14% through, and I'm probably about three hours mm-hmm. in, two three hours in. So, but uh, Ooh, uh, really fun game. Very much looking forward to completing it. 
that is obviously when I get a PS5 someday, that mm-hmm. will obviously be a purchase. Yeah, and this will be the one that uh, this, I don't think you can bring it to PS4. No. Um, and a lot of people are talking about PC ports, sure, but I don't think a lot of PCs have this kind of architecture. Uh, right. I don't think people really understand what the PS5 is doing with data mm-hmm. transfer rates and load times. Here's the other thing that's just something that is, you're not going to see this as much, Trees. You're going to definitely notice and appreciate the quicker load times, the significantly quicker load times on the Series X. But there's something about the PlayStation 5 that's just undescribable. And so far, really, the only people who've done it is the Insomniac games. So it might be limited to that studio for right now. Mm. But... Spider-Man goes from title screen to in the game. And I'm not talking Miles Morales. I've only done the remastered so far. But Miles Morales is the same. Within Mm -hmm. two seconds. There's just nothing I can describe to like loading a modern day game and not even being able to check the time on your phone before you're in it. And Ratchet does the same thing. And there is just... It's just... It's out of this world. Right? Like, it's not a load time. It doesn't count. If, <laughs> if we didn't have a, a history of load times hiding behind it, this is on par with like N64 when you'd start a game. Right. Right. It's just instantaneous, basically. And so that's terribly impressive. Like just, yeah. just like mind-blowing. It really is. Without I, being hyperbolic. I, I've been watching a quick look of uh, the Demon Souls remastered and... And uh, Shoemaker was showing off how quick you go from title screen to back in the game and back and forth. And it was, yeah, instant. And that's why I was interested in that, too, thinking that maybe that would solve a lot of my when you die, you have to sit there and stare at a loading screen for over a minute Mm -hmm. problems. So we shall see. You shall. But with that, I mean, we're almost at three hours Whoa. Yeah, it's probably time to call it if you're cool with that. Yeah. <laughs> so. Flew right by. Yeah. So, anyway, if you all have anything to say, contact GamingHistory101.com. In the meantime, I think we'll just call it a wrap and say, mm-hmm. uh, until next week, peace out. Later. <laughs>